face. How do you like that? Waveform's just like a brick. Wow. It's way too loud. <laughs> <laughs> Have we ever had in-person guests for a Tower Club episode before? Has this happened? Um, Only exactly two weeks ago for our last Tower Club episode. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Which, didn't uh, that go on the main feed? Yeah, it went on the main feed and, you know, I, I don't know that... When we were recording it, we knew if it was right. going to be a normal or Tower Club episode. Um, it It's sort of not either because yeah. we don't do our patented Tower Club segments and it, and it comes in around one hour. So it's not quite normal episode length. Yeah, we do have. I don't know how this works. This percentage works. We do have three percent of the Tower Club in the room with us or something like wow. that. So maybe we could oh. ask. What are your feelings on us putting episodes out on Fridays for everyone instead of just for the Tower Club? Yeah, please. You're not getting your exclusive episodes. I love that. You know, I am a public librarian. Mm. Open access. Love that stuff. Checks out. Yeah. That's a a library joke. (laughs) I think it's a little late in the game to start changing things up. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like us to return your your $5? Uh, Yeah. For a month? (laughs) Please. We can return uh, exactly two fifty. I'm gonna cancel yeah, open the register. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, those voices are probably—they're honestly—they're probably not familiar. If no your way. memories are like mine, but we have a uh, Miranda and Steve U Daily back. Wow! Hello, as Hello. promised. We said it on the show that we were going to do it, and uh, like everything that we've said on mm-hmm. say on the show, we have followed through. We're not bad at following through. <laughs> I didn't no. think it was going to happen. I honestly, I was like, well, yeah, you great. know, it's over. Well, it's never going to happen. We just missed the boat. Oh. Bad timing. Yeah, I so, was surprised to hear from you guys. Delighted so for the great. invite. Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, you're very Wonderful. welcome. We'll get to the reason why you're here in a little bit. But, you know, everybody already knows because they put it together. Dan, what other things we've not have we not followed through on? Guest wise. Oh, uh, I know that. I mean, I've invited roughly... 200 people onto the show. <laughs> we were supposed to do, I believe, Avanzari uh, with some people who are Tower Club members that we just never, it just never, yeah. ha- it was never mentioned again after it was mentioned at yeah. the Casper's live show. Avanzari, I guess we still could. Not happening. No. You don't think so? <laughs> no, Avanzari. Uh, I feel like we've pretty much got our, the last of our restaurants picked out do we do we still have open slots we did dan until we decided to extend the run by an extra month extended clip Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and that's a gun joke (laughs) (laughs) you laid that sound effect in i think you would know (laughs) Uh i did appreciate you telling me that it was a gun joke (laughs) i was waiting for it but uh you just need an expl- explanation. Yeah, 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 you know, really drive it home. That's well. the way most good jokes are done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Andy here um, now. Uh, currently, I don't know what's the what's the politically correct term for it. A bum, mm. uh, a jobless bum. Yeah, uh, Andy 
No job, no no job having uh bum <sighs> is uh he he needs something to do apparently. Well, I'm a bum who's still <laughs> getting paid all summer, so <laughs> might even get double paycheck <laughs> one month. Never I'll be... heard of that kind of bum. <laughs> I'm not a bum. I am. Doesn't make you any less of a, that, that. Might make you more of a bum. I'm a public <laughs> school teacher. Yeah. <laughs> So Dan's statement here is that public school teachers are bums. Yeah, freeloaders. <laughs> I, I think is what I would call them. Please let I I would like to speak for myself on this matter. Mm. Public school teachers are less than bums. <laughs> <laughs> Please do elaborate. You know, the, look what they did to me. <laughs> I got dyslexia. I can't figure any of this crap Their out. Their fault. Yeah. Like, up, down. You, you know saw what? me turn out a Carney Street Cafe, the restaurant we're covering this week for the Tower Club episode. I went the wrong way. Oh, yeah. Who do you think? Oh, I think we did, too. Taught me mm. my sense of direction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes when I have a student I don't like, and don't ever let your teachers tell you mm-hmm. they don't have favorites, because we all do. It's the truth. Two sure. teachers definitely do have favorites. I give, I give the bad kids dyslexia. Yeah. <laughs> I inflict it upon uh-huh. them. Oh, no. Hey. And look what we no. do. We come back to ruin your little life <laughs> as say, podcast hey. co-hosts. I say, hey, <laughs> kid, that doesn't say Winnie the Pooh. It says, that's Winnie the Poho. Uh, mm-hmm. That's how dyslexia works, yeah. right? No, I believe it would be Nywin the Poho. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Andy, I, I think you got that one right on the head um, as far as all that goes. And congratulations to you on your life change. Hey, thank you. Big news, yeah. So yeah. exciting. Appreciate that. Uh, I think I said it in the last episode, but I haven't taken the summer off before since I started teaching. And uh, didn't know. Probably would have would have went ahead and taught summer school had I known I was still going to be here. Um, but I'm, I'm, I didn't know. And now I just have the time off, and it's great. It's great. Yeah. You Going come to- a begging to my doorstep, saying, "Dan, please, please let me keep doing the podcast. <laughs> please don't shut it down on me." <laughs> and I said, "Andy, yes, despite my very busy schedule, uh, um, I do work forty hours a week." And your schedule um, is now busier than mine, yes. maybe for the yep. first time ever. I don't know. About maybe that. I said, I said I don't maybe know about that. Um, I mean, what do we count as busy? I do lots of things that, that you don't even know about that is just keeps hey, me that, so busy. Hey, that might be true. <laughs> I don't know. See, Dan had already started replacing all of his Andy things that he does with other people and other mm-hmm. tasks. And so, you know, because he thought you were going to be gone sooner. Uh-huh. So I assume My that's, Andy that assumes why you're uh you know so busy these days is my Andy well, things he was he was already out the door forcing yourself <laughs> to eat at restaurants <laughs> all the time it's a long list it's this <laughs> podcast and uh seeing the band sister city once a decade <laughs> i think it's a busy schedule yeah <laughs> you got a real job i don't mean to, to discount the amount of time that you spend doing doing stuff dan yeah it sucks <laughs> my job <laughs> that is <laughs> not doing stuff no no i'm i'm glad uh to do it and uh you know yeah you, you you were crunching some don't, numbers don't Andy. reveal that i won't reveal it never mind act as if i didn't say anything okay. at all steven and miranda how are Yo. you guys doing <laughs> doing great you know yeah no complaints here uh seems that you know it feels like summer is finally somewhat upon us even though kind it's of. very 
Cold, very cold, scooching in and out of the Ozark. I swear, a couple days ago it felt like it, but uh, but anyway, that brought you know some uh, new energy from within or Mm -hmm. whatever. I don't know. It just yeah, it's been a rough winter. So a little pep in the step. What really? I've been great. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lie. Yeah, Yeah, no, nobody's nobody's doing. Nobody did well. Yeah, yeah. We bought uh, we bought our first concert tickets since the pandemic started. Uh, Dead and Company. Oh, cool! Mm -hmm. Uh, With Johnny 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 May May and uh, those three guys from the Dead that aren't actually dead mm-hmm. yet so um but i'm a, I'm a big we're fan we're so excited we had we had tickets for 2020 summer that were you know obviously canceled yeah so this is a no judgment zone here are you two both john mayer heads and dead heads i uh i you know i always had liked enjoyed some of the hits i mean you know no such thing the run through great the halls song. of my high school. It's a good I mean, song. Yeah. It is just a banger. I don't even know why I backed down to good. It it's a great song. Yeah, I just yeah. feel Hard. bad defending uh, John Mayer, but I really like that song. It's a very yeah. It's great. And then John Mayer trio. Yeah, like, that album's really good. That uh, his blue stuff is great. I mean, like I just was a very casual listener, and I think also like he was doing his thing with uh, uh, the Dead uh, for a few years before I even gave that a listen. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I just was very just like what I don't know I don't this is gonna be bad I'm not gonna listen to this and um, guy has completely devoted you know th- this musical avenue to the Grateful Dead's music hey. like he is a part of that band he like it's cool you know he can shred he really can he he absolutely can you know he said some not great things in some interviews around the mid two thousands. And uh, I, I think we lost track of how well the man can shred. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Forgot. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a uh, it was a regular pandemic activity um, early on in lockdown. They started doing um, every Saturday night. They would do a, a free live stream oh, cool. um, of a previous show um, stuff that up until then you always had to pay for. So yeah. that was like our that was like our timekeeping thing that happened each week sure. that like kept yeah. us in so we remembered what day it was and you know i and, must confess i was not much of a deadhead before all of that i mean i liked before them. all the, mm-hmm, i the liked mescaline. them like that i got took. it but like there were times when steve would be listening to grateful dead for you know like they do hours on end. <laughs> like they <to> do <laughs> <laughs> and i would have to sometimes um ask for a little bit of a change of music <laughs> scenery sometimes but Marriage. now i'm just i'm in it i'm in it i'm there I'm she's a deadhead a, she's now. very that's, supportive that's that so lovely to hear yes andy you like the dead sure i'm not gonna uh misconstrue myself as like a big like a huge fan or anything but i got a couple dead albums over there in the old vinyl collection oh, okay. like working man's dead a lot sure uh, what's the one that is the word the word American in it? What's American that? Beauty? Yeah, that one's great. Those are the two that I really like or that I'm a most lot familiar of, with. Great. A lot of great songwriting on those yeah. albums. Uh, pasta albums, a lot of noodling. Yes, that's not even true. Like, there's not even that much <laughs> of that stuff on the album. Just a very bad joke I thought yeah, of right sure. now. Yeah, no, I like it. <laughs> Dan, you got a concert coming up. That's right. Exciting. What is it? I mean, coming up is uh, a bit of a stretch. Oh. Well, I guess I do. No, I, I've got one this summer. I'm going to go mm-hmm. see Alanis Morissette Ooh. and Garbage oh, no uh, down in R- Rogers, Arkansas. Also, uh, Liz Fair will be there. Oh, my personally, God. Personally, a bit of a garbage head. I'm there for garbage say... myself. Yeah. Uh, definitely love Alanis. 
Um, this fair garbage. top one for me for sure. That would be really pretty, pretty great. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, dude, that's a hot ticket. It, I am it jealous. Is. Yeah. No, I, uh, garbage that like some of my favorite alt rock of the nineties, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, hands down. And myself and my my girlfriend and uh, uh I, I think uh last week's guest shay is gonna make it down there with us as well um I'm, I'm pretty excited for that those have been long bought but uh speaking of last week I, I don't even know if i've covered this yet on the tower club got myself a ticket to go see godspeed you black emperor yeah, you definitely next year. have talked about it okay good <laughs> well, i will discontinue further talking <laughs> about it i still have a ticket to the wilco and slater kenny tour that's supposed to come what's well, not supposed to come it's booked for august in kansas city actually I had tickets for that in kansas city and st louis won't explain why because it's boring got rid of those st louis ones uh unfortunately it's on a weeknight and i'm gonna be working overnight so <laughs> if i'm here i'll be working overnight so probably won't be making that oh, show bummer uh, we'll, Easy we'll tickets see. to offload, though. Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to give them yeah. to. Yeah, I'm going to give them to my friends Jason and Aaron. Oh, uh, that's, that's the plan. Sweet. Unless, <laughs> unless I get to go, in which case, just going to be Jason <laughs> <laughs> or Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Why not? I I, uh, I worked a Sleater Kenny show at the Uptown uh, a few oh, years back, cool. and um, um, that was a weird one because like she was walking around during the day, and um, I just like heard her talking, uh, Carrie. Brown, Brad Brownstein? Brownstein Brownstein I couldn't remember her last name fully but it was like and I you know I had never really listened to their music so much but of course I've watched a lot of uh, yeah. Portlandia and other things that she's done on screen and so it's just like as soon as I heard her voice I didn't even see her I was just like oh this, yeah. this is cool you know like uh, I don't know it was a neat that experience rules. yeah they're, neat she's real <laughs> they were a trio and their drummer left shortly after they finished their last album and they're absolutely not the same band without her uh, uh, yeah. I, I, think, I didn't know about that. Yeah. I mean, her style is so distinctive. And she plays on like the first, nah, it's like out, Stephen Malcolm's albums two through four when it was the Jicks. Uh, she was on there, but then she left the Jicks when Slater Kenny got back together. And now, like, my interest in seeing them live has waned significantly. She's in like Wild Flag as well. Yes. Isn't she? That's right. Yeah. She also she drums on a, a project I'm a big fan of, uh, this single record called Drumgasm hmm. featuring Ooh. her. Uh, and then I think Matt Cameron from Pearl Jam and, and Soundgarden, Soundgarden yeah. and uh, Zach Hill, my uh, absolute your drum daddy, fave, my drum daddy. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I would hope that my drum daddy would teach me a little better. Um, they, they all uh, play together. Just uh, three drum kits. No other instrumentation wow. on this kind of avant garde. Uh, just real noisy drum piece. So cool. Big fan of that. Yeah. Are, are you cool. a drummer boy? I am. I am. I'm not uh, practiced or uh, very good, even whenever I was practiced. But yeah, definitely. Steve's a little drummer boy, too. Yeah. Yeah. Also not practiced. And uh, yeah, so we have a lot in common. Hey, you know, sometimes you, you, your older brother buys you a copy of Rock Band and you play it every single oh, day yeah. mm-hmm. until you learn how to play the drums. <laughs> Didn't the little drummer boy make an appearance on your last? Oh yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's coming that's around. Right. Isn't it? I was just bringing yeah. it full circle. Wow, well done. Been planning this for months, guys. And speaking of full circle, in twenty minutes that or about so, we'll get into episode. our review. <laughs> <laughs> First, we're going to do the real deal Tower Club thing. We're going to re- review the last couple episodes. Let's do it. More than a couple. We should actually review <laughs> the episodes. <laughs> that should be a part well, of the Tower Club. We can start with the last one. Okay, uh, that came out. Which was 
restaurant I can't remember. Neighborhood Pizza Cafe. Neighborhood Pizza NPC, Cafe. Non-player ga- uh, playable zero character. stars. <laughs> oh, for the actual yeah. episode, man, that's a tough one. Uh, no, I like the episode. The it audio just debacle like garbage. is a bummer. Yeah, um, I, I was truly so disheartened to hear that because I really did like that episode, particularly that last hour yeah. where we do the playlist. Um, Twenty extra minutes worth of music added. Oh, um, I, I forgot to even mention. I just listened to what you did with the skeleton head section this morning, yeah. and Andy Bon Appetit. Yeah, so good. I know. Sounded <laughs> lovely. I was so, so happy to hear you chunk it up like that. I and, let the songs play out. Uh-huh. I was really happy about that. I don't know why. Last the last couple of times, it's like, oh, I, I got to keep it tight. Who cares? Yeah, do what you want. Yeah. Let them hear the songs. Yeah, let, left good chunks of them in. They could skip forward by 30 seconds, skip back another 15 would, to it, find the spot. That's the best part of the episode. Like it's yeah. the, I, I listened to it like two or three times. I was having such a good time with that. I, I, I really, really loved that part of that yeah. episode. Almost cut out the part where I started crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Left it in. Sure. Why not? Eh, yeah. Because my, yeah. my voice sounded bad. Yeah. <laughs> Attempted to cut out as much of me talking as I possibly could. What happened was, how did Mike go bad? Mm-hmm. And sometimes the the vocals don't sound so great in the headphones and then sound fine in the recording. Should have tested it. Should have checked it out. Didn't. Yep. Uh, sounded bad. So, And I tested it again today. Still sounded bad. Arguably even worse. It would have been the Mike Miranda's on right now. Switched mm-hmm. it out. Cool, huh? Yep. Very the, cool. And the sound biz, we call that a whoopsie. A whoopsie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. We're pr- generally a whoopsie free zone on this show. So that's why it was like so frustrating to me yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's when I was editing it. Yesterday uh, to have to deal with that for the entire editing uh, session. Did not like it. You know, you're approaching the home stretch, yeah. too. You just hope you don't lose stuff like I, that. I just I let it go. Yep. It's fine. Nothing I could do about it. Once, you know, if there's somebody else to blame or if there's, uh, I'll just hang on to it. But this was my fault. Once I realized it was my fault, nothing could be done. Smooth sailing. Sure. Just fine. Sure. Anyway. I, you know, I, I will say so that everyone can hear me say it, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, it's a great sounding show. Hey, thanks. You beat yourself up a lot over it, uh, you know, so it sucks to have to live through yeah. it a little bit. But, you know, in general, I think you're. You're knocking it out of the park. I appreciate yeah. that. Your I'm, standards are high. Yeah. And I told you this via text, Andy, but uh, the very bad sounding episodes of our podcast, which there are only two, I think, uh, sound much better than yeah. the, the other podcast that we appeared on this mm-hmm. last oh, weekend yeah. and most other local podcasts. I was listening to, 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 to this podcast where these two dudes were talking to Kate Winslet over Zoom today. No. She sounded terrible. Yeah, it's fine. Nobody cares. Well, that's yeah. what I've heard about like uh, the bigger like guests you get, uh, especially for an audio medium, the less likely they are to a have any kind of like yes. audio setup or be willing to do anything mm-hmm. beyond like record from their phone. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I mean, content is king, so no worries. Huh. Good. Just got to get the name on the episode title. You guys got to get it. Kate Winslet. Yeah. That's yeah. And <laughs> I think we're close. I think we're very close. I wonder if she knows where Springfield is. There'll be more Kate Winslet talk near the mm. end of this episode for sure. I wonder if she knows where Springfield is. Uh, no. What reason go would no she have? I can't exactly. think of any yeah. reason why I don't know. she might. I don't think she ever hang out with Brad and Angie. 
Mm. Well, they were down here. Could be. I know so little about her history that Titanic. I don't even know her uh, frame of reference of where was she born Central. or not these United States. Andy, why don't you go ahead and hit us ah. with the history of Kate Winslet? Go ahead and lay that <laughs> in right here. Uh, she's been on Mark Marin, so maybe you'll just paste yeah. that in. 90 her minutes. 45, yeah. Find out who her guys are. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, what's another episode we did recently, Dan? Oh, another episode we did recently, Andy, that would have to be Ocean's In with Dan mm-hmm. Chilton. I don't think there was anything special going on on that episode. Not Great one single thing. game led by Dan at the end of that bad boy yeah uh, like that the last few times he's been on the descriptors that have been in the parentheses after his name and the episode title <laughs> had gotten more and more and elaborate yeah yeah so it's like twitter verified tetris com- the competitive tetris player <laughs> moxie cinema co-founder this one i just, just put a, fan. A fan. <laughs> 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 which i uh i amused myself quite a bit with that uh Love Dan. That's true. I know he's listening right now. Oh, man. Dan's, Dan's the best. We um, were on a group text with him just today talking about some stuff, upcoming stuff. I'm going to have to go back and look at that and just see, <laughs> see what that was all about. <laughs> what else we do here? I don't think there was anything special going on on that episode. I, I don't even think any, any special guests showed up in the end. No. No, we had the we had that, uh, that uh, game at the end in lieu of mm-hmm. anything like that. Billy Gales. Yeah. Short one, only an hour long. Inexplicably only an hour, considering we had six, like people, six people there. Yeah. Right. We went over this a little bit on the uh, podcast in Springfield episode we just did, which was also a great time. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> Pat caught a hernia that night. Yep. Which oh, he uh, attributes yeah. to his meal at Billy Gale's. Yeah. <laughs> oh. We're not going to go into any more detail about how and why that happened, because it is uh, gnarly. Yep. Pat went to the ER. Uh, oh. Um, I I think he's doing just fine now. I think they have it all figured out. Uh, I did hear that uh, Southwest Missouri Solidarity Fund's a little low on funds right now. So uh, get out there, support them. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're still just out. I mean, I I saw a picture of Pat cooking like they're cooking, yeah, chicken wings and and corn on the cob for unhoused people. There's there's nobody else in town doing this. Give those guys money. Yeah, it's great. And we should mention we do have that live show coming up Sunday. Which we don't need to talk about too much because another short bonus episode with the history of uh, the rickshaw will have come mm-hmm. out. But if you're listening to this, why not? A little reminder. Bring camping gear, uh, used camping gear or whatever you're, whatever you're not looking to, to hang on to. Bring that so we can donate those to the Southwest Missouri Solidarity Network. And uh, also any just kind of food supplies, stuff like that yeah. they can use. So I talked about it in the, be- in the little intro to the last episode. But... I uh, asked on Twitter, hey, does anybody know where I can donate all this plastic cutlery that I have saved up from all the takeout? Because I never, never use this stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody tagged Southwest Missouri Solidarity Network and they said, bring them on over. Yeah, good call. And yeah, I did that. that. So you can bring stuff like that if you got them saved up. Used camping gear is a great idea, too, because yeah. mm-hmm. especially people that camp a lot and they tend to replace their gear on a somewhat regular basis because you know like oh the t- tent started to leak just a little bit in this corner one time you know mm-hmm. during a torrential downpour and they re- but it's still a totally usable tent yep. yeah like you know so um that's a good idea sleeping bags and we, yep. we got some used camping gear anything. i think that I we yeah. any, anything like any that. camping gear that you're willing to part with bring it to the show we'll, we'll set yeah. it next to the stage it'll look great the way we'll love that yeah, that's right <laughs> and uh uh, we'll set up we'll the tents. Donate, them. donate <laughs> yeah. to people who can make good use of them. Okay, so there's that. Uh, 
Uh, good app. Good app. Fun guys. Yeah, really. Those guys. Uh, it, just incredible to me that we stayed on topic for that I episode. mean, it has all to do with the fact that we recorded a bit of a long one right well, before that for some reason. Well, they had also recorded their show that morning, too. Uh-huh. That's yeah. right. They usually go like two hours. Yeah. They're a long show. Yeah. I think we were all kind of talked out. Anyway, what happened before that, Dan? Before that, we recorded the uh, let's see is this here, fun? The Lost Signal episode. Yeah, no, I, like I get to relive them with you. <laughs> That's right. Oh, you get to go back to the glory days of just a couple weeks ago listening to our <laughs> podcast. I loved uh, that. I had such a yeah, fun time really doing fun. that. Being a guest mm-hmm. on the show, our least popular episode in quite some time. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. I really mm-hmm. liked that one. Hey, thank you. Yeah, we did too. And uh, yeah. we we live that is the closest bar to our apartment. Yeah, oh, oh, really? and we had not gone there um, since moving there, like over you know eight months ago or something. Yeah, which and, is shameful. Um, um, but that uh, but now we it inspired us to go. Yeah. We went and hung out there and had a great time. With Got some a good idea and, about what to order. Sounds like those nachos are primo. Yeah, the nachos so. were great. Yeah. Uh, oh, I could talk about that song we re-recorded. Spoiler, it wasn't live. Wow. <laughs> Don't know if anybody could tell, but I mean, it wasn't. Deceptive. I thought it sounded really good, and maybe now it was a, it was a little too good. I mean, it, we have been recording stuff uh, bef- like before that, but we put way less uh, polish into it. Like, I'm not going to say everything was first take because it wasn't, but... It was like one, two, three tries for everything, and then we just kept it. Like we let it be, be sloppy. I didn't clean up stuff very much on there, just to. But like uh, we're just not a, we aren't a good enough band to do it to do it live. It just just the facts. Um, I can't hit notes, <laughs> so. <laughs> well, it, it still felt very natural. Yeah, thank you. I, I love that recording. It sounds better than the than the stuff we worked really hard on. So, yeah, that's cool. There's a cool little alternate take on the song yeah. too. It's cool seeing it. Uh, later that week, mm-hmm. performed at the cellar in a, in a, in a little uh, more electrified setting. Um, we hadn't practiced it that way. We all just kind of talked in a group text about what we wanted to do, and then Nicole's like, "I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna bring a, a kick drum, a snare, and uh, that's it." So she played with brushes, and then also brought a tambourine. So she multi, she tracked the tambourine separately. Sure, she couldn't do it all together. That's uh, fair. That's fair. I could not track a tambourine. Yeah. with nothing else it's some um, you know that for a fact you have tracked me uh doing uh shakers before. that's right yeah and it went really poorly <laughs> <laughs> it's deceptively difficult it's getting so hard <laughs> can you play tambourine and shaker stuff uh so i was in a band with a guy um uh and he wrote he wrote all the songs and he usually like would come out and be like okay this is what i want you to play on the drums and there were a couple times where like he added in this like playing a full kit, but then also doing these little tambourine parts. And that mm. was super challenging. Yeah. It's it, way harder than you would ever expect. I yeah. don't know. I like it. Definitely. It was a great learning experience. Uh, and I kind of was okay at it by the end of the whole deal, but uh, it's hard. Yeah. It's just a big change in muscle memory. You're, you're expecting to hear the hit that, uh, have that tactile bounce back Yeah, for, for each uh, bit of sound you make. And the, the tambourine and the shaker, you just got to like, you have to do it without that. Or like, literally hit something with your hand every time yeah, that you right. shake it is i guess your alternative um how do you how do you drummers feel about that whenever the the songwriter whoever tells you what to play uh i thought it was pretty great i mean oh, that good. was probably some of the best music i've ever made in a band oh was, okay and i mean he was a fantastic songwriter um or is he's presumably not 
dead. But you, you um, could you, but you were allowed to say his name. I haven't seen him in a long time. I haven't seen him in a this long time. This is Nick Lowe, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I is think it, he is dead. Uh, no. <laughs> his name's Ryan Spilkin. He actually oh, did just. Oh, yeah. He, Ryan was in my band he, for a while. He did oh, just. Oh, nice. He, uh, he put out an album just like last year, too. Huh. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, the Beloved Villain mm-hmm. album that he put out in like 2015 or 16 or something like that. Oh um he, uh, I played drums on a few of those tracks. No and, kidding. Um, and yeah, he always, you know, he always came into any practice very prepared and knew what he wanted. And I mean, he he put together a great band. Yeah. Shout he, out Spilky. He he played bass and uh and he in my band for for a while there towards the end. Went on our one little on one little tour with us. We hit a PF Shanks. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, that episode was hard to host. Yeah, I don't know how you do it, Andy. I love it. You're dude. really good at it. Thanks. I, uh, it I, is. It's hard. Like all, all that I, stuff that you do is. I kind of wish more people would have the experience that you did and know that like it's a thing you put work and thought into. Yeah, <laughs> not just sucks. a thing you just do. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> like you steered it. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I, I, I disagree. <laughs> you did it. You did it on this last episode too, and then on th- that dope boys <laughs> that came out today was very funny because yeah. they had also reversed. <laughs> uh, their hosting duties, which I found amusing. That's happened so many times where this show that we copied will then do the exact same thing that we did or vice versa. Oh, yeah. We anyway. love it. Uh, any other ones? Um, did, have we already... I don't know if we've gone over the Mother's Day one in Tower Club fashion. That's right. We uh, haven't. I, I guess not. No, I mean, I think we've talked about it, talked it into the ground on other shows, but yeah, it was fun. So much fun. You had uh, been a great run of apps. Great apps. Yeah. Thank hey, thanks. You. That's all. That's what we need you here for. That's great. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, it only took us naming five episodes <laughs> for you guys to go ahead yeah. and say that. So I, I guess we can move I, on from this section now. You know, we both uh, uh, have jobs. So we, uh, your newest episode just came out yeah. as we're the day that we're recording this. And uh, so we haven't had chance to, yeah. uh, Ooh, to dive into the, the playlist so, at the end is so good. Yeah, I, I'm I really, I'm more happy with it than any playlist we've ever done. I don't cry that hard. He doesn't. Okay. Okay. It's, it's not okay. the hardest he's cried <laughs> on the show. Okay truly. Like, no, I know. Yeah. I'm mostly kidding. You I, could go to yeah. virtually any other playlist episode and hear him cry harder than that. So, <laughs> like, Oh man, <laughs> it's so hard to be alive. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's basically like, what I do when the music makes me feel things. Oh yeah, you got to go check so. out the like summer 2019 uh, playlist episode where Andy's, I guess, crying because he doesn't know about a tumor in his head. Like nothing was even <laughs> going wrong in I his life. Yet. I, he, like I wasn't think... in love and moving to China, or <laughs> he didn't have a tumor in his I'm head. I'm pretty sure all the tears were both post breakup and uh-huh. post tumor discovery. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, when the <laughs> whole world started spinning out of control for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> pretty sure yeah anyway we've talked that to death mm-hmm. all of that many times yeah um yeah the moms that was really fun kind of anticlimactic ending on two characters that we just didn't have anything <laughs> to do <laughs> I, it was I, like, weird uh, just Andy hearing, hearing your mom like interact with the characters as if she had seen an actual celebrity yeah. like before her eyes was it was incredible uh, not exaggerating <laughs> She's the biggest fan of the show. Like, without a doubt, yeah. she's the biggest fan. Uh, Andy's mom was so excited for that section uh-huh. of the show. My mom, however, was half asleep. <laughs> 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 and she did tell me afterwards, like, 
I'm sorry I couldn't think of more characters. I was I was just asleep. I was I was about to fall asleep. It was past my normal bedtime. Oh. We probably yeah. didn't start recording that bad boy until 8:30. Like it, yeah. it was past everybody's bedtime. I was ready to get it over with. I would describe your mom as not having it <laughs> <laughs> for most of the episode. No, um, that's just how she is. I appreciate appreciated her blunt nature, and mm-hmm. uh, I I thought that yeah. they were both great guests. They were and, wonderful uh, guests. Yeah, that was a, I loved a that. very in, uh, I don't know heartwarming episode. Yeah, I felt the same yeah. way. Yeah, it was I really great get to do that. Dad won't come on. I don't, Dan, I don't know if Dad Dan and I have talked about this, <laughs> but I've invited my dad to come on and oh. won't do it. If you you've talked to your dad, I invited my dad. There ain't no gonna be no Dan dad on there either. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I even tried sure. to bait my dad into doing. It. He was like, "Why don't you cover X restaurant?" I said, "If you come on, we'll do it." And he said, "No, <laughs> absolutely not." And my dad, he keeps. I keep asking him, and he goes, "Yeah, let me. Come. I've got this good character idea, Coldstone Jane Austen." <laughs> oh, and like, yeah, that, you just. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't listen to the show, so he doesn't know that that's a direct <laughs> ripoff of my guy. Amazing. Basically, same deal too. Uh, How did you like on Doughboys when <laughs> when they said that Coldstone uh, Cream? Yeah, no, they said Coldstone Steve Austin. The thing is, Doughboys made a big point on one of their stupid little episodes about how Coldstone Steve Austin has been sit in had sent in as a roast for Mitch. Uh, every episode so many times the name of the character is cold stone cream austin Uh it goes one further than cold stone steve austin and people don't seem to understand that cream sounds kind of like steve yeah Uh (laughs) uh-huh yeah people call me cream all the time exactly (laughs) (laughs) cream All right, where'd we eat this week, folks? <laughs> it was not not a, not a belief. We both had the same realization yeah. at the same time. Uh, I had one other thing to say, and that is, I don't think it's going to happen. But like a couple months ago, I tried very seriously to get Nick Weiger to come on our show via Zoom. Oh, really? Well, hey, I tried. I tried Bugman. He will go on random shows. Uh-huh. Like he'll be like, "I'm on this podcast." It'll be a podcast that has like 200 followers yeah. on Twitter. He'll just like go on. It's one of the dope dope boys, whatever. Yeah. I was looking at them to tell them. Um, but nothing. It's he left me he left me unread. Sure. I also sent it to their, their regular message thing and didn't hear anything. They probably got us blocked because they know what we've done, Andy. <laughs> Take their format and run with it. Oh, we didn't really do that. Just another podcast about restaurants. No. It'd probably be a little better if we took their format. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be less work for us. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> Uh, I listen to their episodes and get jealous. I'm like, oh, they just like had a concept and ran with it mm-hmm. and didn't spend hours and hours preparing uh, for it. Speaking of which, I didn't spend hours and hours preparing for this episode on which we will be reviewing at long last Carney Street Cafe. Let's do it. Oh, boy. Miranda, you included an item from Carney Street Cafe on your Last meal. Mm-hmm. It was my entree because I love the ham and beans from Carney Street Cafe. Comes in a bowl um, on a plate, which is mounded with uh, fried taters. Mm-hmm. And you also get a big old slab of cornbread. Oh, yeah. And I ordered that. So you're going to hear all that information repeated again here very yeah. shortly. <laughs> Let's go over the history of this place. It's not that elaborate. There was one article written about it back in the year 
2013 by Katie Tonarelli, who used to write the articles like this, uh, dining our dime for the news leader. Ah, I remember those. Yeah. Julie McCartney, the Carney Street Cafe's front manager. Oh, she wrote this. This is a direct quote mm. from the... I didn't, I didn't paraphrase like I normally do. Julie McCartney, the Carney Street Cafe's front manager, says the restaurant opened two years ago. That would be 2011, but I, also, I think it might have been 2010. Couldn't quite nail that down. The city paper, or state paperwork's 2010. Uh, opened two years ago, and owner Tony Kadru, it's K-A-D-R-I-U. Kadru? Kadru? I'm not sure. Wanted to have his own place after working for Ziggy's. He decided he was going to have his own store, and he did, she says. Which, as I've mentioned many <laughs> times, is the whole story for a lot of these places. <laughs> The restaurant's success can be attributed to the fact that there aren't many other sit-down restaurants in the surrounding area. Potential customers have to go to Glenstone or Kansas Expressway to get a sit-down meal. People don't even know we're here because once they discover us, they're customers for life, Julie says. You don't have to go to the south side to get a good meal. At first, I found that to be a spurious claim, but then I looked at the map and realized she's right. Um... Yeah, there's a lot of fast food restaurants mm-hmm. in that area in the Kansas and Kearney intersection. Lots of chains, yeah. like a whole bunch of them. Um, but yeah, that's one of the across from um, Kansas. You will find the Chuck Wagon Wilson's Chuck Wagon. Yep. Yeah, we we did Burgers it. Burgers on the show. Okay. Um, but, but that, you know, that's that, a, that's that a counter service place. Like, so this is really like that's the only true. thing in that area that mm-hmm. like you can go and have like a sit down family kind right. of dinner yeah. Yeah. or breakfast mm-hmm. or whatever. And yeah. I didn't know that they had a drive through until I pulled up. It really yeah. seemed like more of just a non drive through mm-hmm. type diner experience from the menu. But looks like they have a drive through that functions pretty efficiently. I am pretty sure that we have covered all the local restaurants on Kearney, but one, which would be Rice House. Um, oh, yeah. But we did El Taco. Mm-hmm. We did Wilson's Chuck Wagon. Now we've sure. done this place. I don't think there's any other local restaurants really? all the way down from wow. Kansas to Glenstone. Wow. I, I drove that strip tonight. Wild. Yeah. Have you ever seen those pictures of uh, like Carney, like pre cruising ban? No. Of like Newsleader, I think archives have some crazy photos in it. Like, because back in the 70s, everybody, you know, cruising was a big thing and just like, let's just go drive up and down Carney because yeah. that's where all the businesses were. And like, um, they were just like, there was just like pictures of, uh, just cars, like bumper to bumper traffic down that section, that very section of Carney that Carney street cafe is on. Uh, and it's wild looking. There's just all sorts of people walking up and down the streets. It, it looks like, party. A, it looks like yeah. a party for sure. Uh, Fun. And, then, and then they, that's one of the reasons that, uh, you know, allegedly Carney became so decrepit and run down was because there, if you drive up and down there, even now there's still no cruising signs all up and down, and mm. so they because they passed a cruising ordinance because all the people that lived around there were complaining about all the traffic yeah. and all this other stuff, and uh, and I think some of the business owners were also complaining because they were like, yeah, you know, they come and hang out in my parking lot and don't buy anything mm. or whatever, um, and then they passed the cruising ordinance, and I get you know a lot of people attribute that to the decline of of the north Western side civilization. And, oh uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just one one of the many things leading to that, but. Uh, yeah, so anyway, just go uh, go hit those archives up and look for uh, cruisers on Kearney Street. Yeah, it's that wild. sounds great. I don't know. It's a- so these old fogies want to cruise so bad that now they got to take up North Glenstone <laughs> and pull mm-hmm. their little lawn chairs up to right? the double tree to come sit and look at the old cars. So I have a trouble getting neighborhood pizza cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what this means? Is it because of the cruising yep. ordinance? 
Well, so they have decided to bring it back a few years ago, like part of the like revitalize the north side thing. Mm-hmm. They they repealed the cruising ordinance, and now um, they do like once a month during the summer months they do like a cruiser night thing. And, and yeah. I'm not saying that like that cruising is cool or anything. Like it's pretty lame, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> driving up and down the street for no reason. Like I don't know. Uh, uh, it, this it, was it, before video games. Yeah, yeah. if you like that, yeah. I mean, you know, just nothing against you, but just to do, just people driving around and they're. I mean, it's real bad loud, for the environment, and, and some of these people are drinking, so. Mm. You know, and they're, yeah. they're just the trucks and stuff are so loud sometimes. Yeah. Why do they got to be so loud? Oh, and that's a hot now, topic in Springfield right say, now. Too. Now they just do it through the Oak Grove neighborhood all night, every yeah. night. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I think it's everywhere. I think everybody's yeah. complaining. It's really wild. It's really wild how loud it is. How often? I, I, we've talked about this before, but like you know, we do record these at my home, the Tower Club. Mm-hmm. So thank you for coming to my house for the first time thank tonight. You for having us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, some dude comes and rides his dirt bike in the park behind my house. Uh-huh. Oh, no In the Lurvy Park. Dan's been there when it's happened. I think Ain't it's happened while that. we're recording. Absolutely. Except for the sound. It's not great. But anyway. Neither is the sound anyway. of a podcast anyway. radiating from your backyard. <laughs> hey, it's not any different from people in the backyard talking. Because that's exactly what it is. Oh, jeez. Well, uh, I don't normally hear people in my backyard talking in a loud Scooby-Doo voice. <laughs> I was say, sometimes you get a celebrity back there. I, I mean, I guess now is a good time to mention that that uh, Andy picked us all up in his very loud, large truck mm-hmm. and drove us up and down yeah. Kearney Street. The big, to, big uh, white, white Ford F-1530. Yep, F-1000, yeah. I, I think, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so he, you know, as part of the history segment, you wanted us to... You know, get, feel the hunger that you feel after a long cruise. Vroom, vroom. Mm-hmm. It's diff- it hits different. Yeah. A few years ago, I wish I had all the information on this, but a few years ago, I remember that the whole of Kearney Street from Kansas to Glenstone was declared a blighted area and became eligible for millions of dollars worth of grants to revitalize. Yeah. Uh, the business owners could apply. And... uh doesn't seem that a lot of that has happened. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'm There's wrong, a bunch of smoke shops. Yeah, there's like yeah. three new smoke shops. There's, there's a gas station, but the biggest sign on the gas station over there says vapor. I noticed mm-hmm. that. There's a uh, some of that vapor gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I forget. Vapor is technically a gas. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just as air is a gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what Bohe- were you say? Bohemian <laughs> uh, smoke shop. That's a that's a fun one. It's right next yeah. to El Taco. Oh. Um, but uh, it's confusing because it says it's Bohemian, but I'm pretty yeah. sure there's like. Jamaican flag colors. Yeah. Bohemian smoke shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you Steve's track the ads the with your company yeah. too? Yeah. Uh-huh. Big jingle guy uh-huh. over the last year. That's really, I've been paying the bills that way. You know who would be great at that job? You and me, Steven. Let's start a jingle <laughs> yeah. business. All right. Yeah. If this no teaching joke. thing falls through. <laughs> you play you play the drums. I can write lyrics. We can make the jingles. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I listen well, to, you know. You know our been... first one. <laughs> I, I I listened back to all the music we've made for the show, Dan. You did that. Well, we both did that ad for Drops. It's really oh, good. Yeah, How come Vance didn't use that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, probably because he's an ungrateful little scoundrel. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> the other cohabitant couple that are both members of the Tower mm-hmm. Club separately. That's right. They're, one of them is probably listening. Mm-hmm. Hi, guys. Tell him he can use it. <laughs> Only five hundred dollars per air. <laughs> That's not much. No, yeah, I uh, grand scheme of things. I ate there today, but I won't say anything about that until he cuts that check. Wow, cut the check. 
pants. Uh-huh. Check can still be made payable to Andy and I, despite that being <laughs> Stephen's uh, wish. But uh, <laughs> you know, you still know Just who the check goes to. Happy to help. Like, look, <laughs> without revealing how you felt about it, what'd you get today, Drops? Uh, I got uh, a Cuban was on sp- on the special mm. board. Mm. Good. And that's a tasty. Uh, no, Ed. You know, yeah, I don't know. It maybe it wasn't tasty. tasty. I don't yeah, know. Could have been. Mm. We'll mm. never know. Mm-hmm. Well, there's one way we could know, Vance. Yeah. Let's go ahead and cut that check. Mm. Some scissors. Cut, cut, cut. Did you cut it out of your checkbook? I cut my checks out of my checkbook with scissors. <laughs> they have the perforated edges, but I don't trust them. Really? Those checks are expensive. You don't no. want to. <laughs> I'm trying to picture somebody do that. It's so funny. <laughs> little tiny scissors you have to oh. use to do that. In the line at the grocery store. Just mm, oh, yeah. <laughs> big old line behind you. Mm-hmm. No, I do. I do cut them with a box knife. That's what I use. All right. Uh, Carney Street Cafe. I guess we should get uh-huh. into it. We walked in, and uh, you immediately observed that it, it looked different than it previously yeah. had. Yeah, I haven't been there since pre-pandemic. I'm not even sure. I think it was yeah, my birthday in 2018, 19. Wow. Mm. That would be 19. Yeah. No. Doesn't matter. I don't matter. know. I don't you know. It's been a really long time. Um, and I used to go all the time because I worked in the area, and I would go there for lunch a lot. Um, so yeah, I walked in and I, I know that the people that work there and the people that go there a lot probably really like the update, but Mm -hmm. I cannot say that I am a fan. (laughs) All right. So now it, it does look pretty bland. It looks like, it looks like a, like an old Denny's, like it hasn't been updated and bright. uh, Which, you know, it kind of match the, the scenery does kind of match what you're getting mm-hmm. there, you know, it's a Ziggy style menu. Yeah. So it really, d- it all checks out. Um, it's but, much whiter, like whiter right. than it used to be. Like, like as far as like, you know, the uh, higher color temperature lamps and whatnot, mm-hmm. I feel like it used to have a much more yellow tint to mm-hmm. the place, but uh, now it's very bright and mm-hmm. like daylight colors, you know, and then, uh, yeah, I don't know. It definitely is different. And yeah. if you've got any yellow tints laying around, please bring those to the Spring Food Mo Live show <laughs> at the Royal 5 p.m. Uh, Sunday, June 6th. So what uh, what was it like before? Like, Tell us more about what it was like before. We got that it was yellowish in there. Yes. So this is an old Pizza Hut building. Mm. So mm. it really retained a lot of that feeling. You know, when you walk in, it's like downright dark in there. Mm. And you've got these lamps over the booths that have like, I don't know, stained glass style lamps around the bulbs. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just like this yellow, warm light directly over your table and it's kind of dark everywhere else. And there's, um, you know, I was thinking, I was trying to decide if there was carpet in there before. There had to have been carpet in there before because I remember... There definitely was. My girlfriend (laughs) was reading me reviews of this place over the phone. What? Um, yeah, yeah, you know, we we talk every once in a while uh, <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> it was on our way there. I was asking if she wanted oh. me to pick her up anything, and she was looking at some reviews, um, and like some past reviews that weren't so great. Hmm. But then, hmm. like another review explaining that they had remodeled the whole thing and ripped up all the carpet, and I see. Uh, so I already knew about the carpet. Oh, so okay. Sorry, to, yeah. sorry to. Yeah, lay I just have this guys. like vivid memory of a staff member using one of those. 
um, yeah. those carpet cleaner. The They're not vacuums, really, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I always mm-hmm. wondered why you don't see those at home, in home use ever. Because they suck. Oh. <laughs> because <laughs> they are horrible. It's just a big show. <laughs> I have used like, them to sure, clean up popcorn off of a movie theater uh, floor. Yeah. Not great. Not a not the best tool just, for yeah, any. Not the tool Does for the job. For pleasure. He was doing that like last week. Well, yeah. I mean, if I get down on my hands and knees, yeah. uh, then I mean, one, I'm not going to be able to stoop, scoop that popcorn mm. up into my mouth fast enough. <laughs> uh, but also, then my hands and knees, of course, get the the rug burn from the movie theater rug. There, you got Miranda with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's changed a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the thing you got tonight, Miranda, was that one of your... I got your regular order. Yes. And you got... We can start with your order. Was this something you normally get? Um, I get that whenever I see it and I'm feeling my oats a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, steak and eggs. Mm-hmm. It's a classic breakfast. Um, You know, depending on the place, it's really not a good choice. And this is one of those places where it probably wasn't <laughs> a great choice. Um. But it was decent. It looked for, tasty. Yeah, it was decent. And um, I also got a pancake with it, which was great because on my plate, I had just like this bloody steak mm. and these runny eggs and hash browns with a mess of ketchup on them. And it was really delicious. And when I you know, got there, I was really hungry and it was awesome. And then when I got about halfway through, just utterly disgusted by it. So... The, then I just switch over to pancake and mm-hmm. everything's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, your side, of, I was impressed when your side of pancake, because it was like, you know, toast, biscuit or pancake, you know, were your choices. Mm-hmm. And you, did not, you didn't get just one. No, they gave me two pancakes mm-hmm. for that just additional part yeah. of the meal. Got half of them now, in the car right now for later. <laughs> you ordered your steak medium mm-hmm. and then uh, it came out and our server took a little look at that and wasn't sure. But I saw you. Your eyes went bloodshot. Your tongue hung out of your mouth. And you said, give me the meat. Keep it here. <laughs> give me that meat. She was, she was ready to, uh, the server was ready to take it back. But you said, no way. No, no. Miranda just no, said, I mean, one straw, right. please. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I just don't want it to be like a bloody mess. Sure. Yeah. But like, you know, it's, yeah, it's fine to be a little, I like it pink. Yeah. Tell us about it. Did, was it all good? What were your thoughts? Oh, it had, I don't know, the best parts of it were in the middle where it was uh, less fatty mm. and there was more seasoning. Sure. <laughs> so, I don't know. It was fine. I, it, nothing to write home about. I maybe should have gotten like a pork tenderloin or a, you know, I could have I done better is what I'm saying. Okay. How about the rest of that stuff on your plates? Uh, eggs were great. Um, good looking eggs yeah big old yolks on those bad boys huge yeah they were really good eggs i didn't expect to like the eggs as much as i did and uh fine hash browns you know they were crispy enough could have been crispier Mm -hmm. but they were good i ate half of them all right nice what'd you think of the pancake pancake was great i really liked the pancake it was fluffy and thick and i ate some of it too yeah I also ordered a pancake, so we had a lot of pancake mm-hmm. uh, yeah. on the table. I had two, three bites of it, but I agree. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Tastes a little bisquicky. That's yeah. not a positive or a negative. In fact, it might even be a positive. Sure. A little, had a little bit of a flowery taste, but also pretty sweet. Very fluffy. Yeah. Very fluffy. A great texture. No crispness on the outside. I typically really like a crispness 
uh, on the outer layer of the pancake. This didn't have that, but still liked it anyway. Kind of got its own thing going on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. consistently cooked like mm-hmm. throughout mm-hmm. across yes. the thing. It's an Good. a la carte pancake, and I think you got like a 10-incher. Yeah, mine was real Whereas, big. Whereas uh, Miranda's was a, just as a side option. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She got two smaller seven-inchers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. I would play those pancakes at 40, 45 RPM <laughs> <laughs> if given the choice. <laughs> Uh, it was good. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. What'd you try, Dan? Oh, I got the hash stack, is what it's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're to call it hash slaw for some reason. Uh, not looking at any notes for this bad boy. Didn't take any. Uh, hash browns, shredded, looked much like Miranda's. Uh, on top of those, you had some chunks of sausage. Not a whole lot of flavor to the sausage, texturally. Uh, definitely, I, I liked the chunky bits that they had it in. And then some pretty big uh, pieces of bacon in there. Uh, and, and say like little stamp size pieces, not quite nice. crumbles. I uh, thought those were really good and cooked nice and crispy, but not uh, burnt or anything. And then over all that, you got some melted jack cheese, I'd say. And, and country style gravy poured all over the top of that bad boy it was a nice looking bowl it was yeah. a nice looking bowl it looked real good on the menu miranda pointed out that it's got its own real yeah. estate on the menu you could there. tell they were they were showing it off they're it really was a trying highlight. to sell there that bad feature. boy um and yeah i thought it was excellent this i the only thing i would say is maybe the uh the sausage or country style gravy just didn't have quite as much flavor as i would want it to but over and uh, the hash browns, I do. I agree; those could definitely be cooked a uh, little crispier. I like a little crisp on my hash yeah. browns, uh, but all mixed together. Oh, I didn't even mention the eggs in there; uh, just scrambled eggs. Uh, everything came together as just a super kind of mushy, textural, uh, just breakfast smoothie, if you will, <laughs> uh, with some chunks of bacon in there. Uh, I man, I don't know if it's just because I just got off of work and I don't like being at work, uh, and I don't normally get to eat in restaurants with people, yeah. so I'm just happy to, to be back to that. And yeah, I think having if, fun. But, if I were to describe your general demeanor huh. when you arrived, I would describe it as not having it. <laughs> oh, yeah, is that right? Very similar to <laughs> Regina's. <laughs> but you brightened up once you got some food. You know, it's just uh, whenever we record these things right after work, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to go lay down at home. I'm mm-hmm. trying to take a freaking nap. I get that. Uh, it's not true. I don't take naps after work, but I, I, I do want to be in a horizontal position. Mm. Um, sorry for taking up the booth, by the way. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, Miranda and I are just over here sharing <laughs> one chair. <laughs> um, yeah, I I do I don't know if the circumstances just kind of clouded this, but I really really loved my my uh, my hash stack. I would totally get it again. I, yeah. I'd get Good. this bad boy uh, every time I go there. Definitely, uh, you know, a, a plus up of uh, say say a Ziggy's or a. Um, certainly a Billy Gales, as yeah. we covered for the last Tower Club episode. Mm-hmm. I think pretty similar menus here versus there, but uh, price point is cheaper, and uh, food is, I'd say, tastier. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Noise. You had a little something on the side with that, right? 
Oh my goodness. Now this this wasn't good. Yeah, I totally forgot about this because it, oh, it yeah. was nothing but forgettable. Um it there was a couple pieces of cinnamon toast bread. Uh they came from Vlor Bakery, V L O R E. Somewhere huh. in Campbell. Um I didn't like these whatsoever. Oh, they so were those there. were touted as a local baked good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they're Weird. very dry. I mean, definitely had been toasted, but we're just like, just kind of dry, crispy. I mean, they said cinnamon toast bread, but like you could see the swirl of cinnamon in it, but it there was nothing like sugary, gooey about that cinnamon swirl in there. That had all crisped up to yeah, the point. Yeah, it just all looked kind of bread chewy. Right? Isn't it's cinnamon just, toast just like the best and easiest, simplest thing ever? I, and then they actually screwed it up. I, you know. Maybe had I had a cup of coffee there to dip it in, that mm. probably yeah. would have really added to the experience. But overall, I mean, that just came with it. That w- There wasn't like an option on that. Probably could have substituted. Had there been an option, would have just gone with like some toast or an English muffin or something over. I, I you know, I'll put that out there. Don't get trapped by that cinnamon bread because oh, yeah. they, they're making a big deal of it. And I don't want people to forego just a, a nice bready side for trick. that. Yeah. There were several trick. several entrees on that menu that were based around that. That like yeah. uh, I think there was like a French toast style thing yeah. that used that as the bread, and there was yeah. some there were some other like uh, perhaps other breakfast stacks that uh, were served with that. I noticed a few things on the menu that seemed like they kind of revolved around yeah. that. So I I almost went that direction because mm-hmm. I was you know I was like oh is this a thing? They look good. Like the bread looks good yeah. both. In person and in the pictures, I thought. So yeah. deceiving. Dis- disappointing to hear it didn't taste so great. Yeah, just not not enough sugary sweetness to it. Not enough. I, I like my either cinnamon toast or like a cinnamon roll. There's got to be a part of it that's sticky. There's got to be a part that you do not want to touch with your fingers. And this was not the case. Oh, yeah. That. It was served with apple butter. Mm. What is oh. I love apple butter. What are we doing? You don't like it? I mean, it shouldn't be necessary. <laughs> Didn't make it a really wonderful, ridiculous face for the podcast. No, I don't like apple butter. I love it. No apple butter. No huh? apple butter for Danny. No, no give me regular butter. butter. Give me... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Are there other alternatives to apple butter? Give me almond butter. Give me peanut butter. 58 minutes. I thought you said regular... Oh, okay, well. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, no. I knew that was going to happen. Dan, spill the beverage. Up. All tangled up. That's a whoopsie. You know yeah. where to find the towels, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, we call that a whoopsie. It's another one. Um, Steven, tell us about your uh, dinner tonight. Uh, yeah, so I, I find it interesting that um, it seems like most of the time that I go to these style, you know, family diner sorts of places that have gigantic menus with, you know, something from every type of cuisine that the land offers, um, they almost always seem to have a gyro on the menu. Mm. And uh, I'm a big fan of a gyro. And uh, uh, like I, I said, I uh, uh, I was eyeing the breakfast stuff, but I did, of course, eat a... Uh, nondescript lunch at uh druff's and so you know um i just wasn't sure what i wanted I wanted something kind of light but i wanted something that i thought was going to be pretty good um anyway tried the euro uh it showed up for at first glance it was very interesting because it was basically 
they had like la- laid the pita bread like on the plate flat and then just like stacked the toppings on top of it and didn't even attempt yeah. to fold it. There was no folding or wrapping. Uh, yeah, usually it and comes the, wrapped the, in foil, you know, like the traditional way that I feel like it's always served is it's like wrapped in foil, it's open on one end, ready for you just to start chomping down yeah, on it. Yeah, it looked like but a weird pizza without any sauce. It, uh, yeah, it had gyro meat and a bunch of uh, raw white onions, which I'm a fan of. Yeah. Um, there were a lot. Uh, I probably should have taken a few off of there because now I'm just breathing hot onion all over Andy's microphone. That's um, all right. I mean, I am too. Yeah. Well, so, good. It's um, yeah, it's not the first time, I'm sure. Um, they, uh, um, yeah, and then there were also some like uh, kind of pale tomatoes on there. Uh, they served it with some pickles too, which I did not put on there because I don't think I euros. To, that's where they went. I was like, those weren't there when I left, but <laughs> I don't remember seeing them on the plate. Um and then a big old bowl of uh, tzatziki sauce, yeah. um, which I was about to ask her for extra when I ordered it. I'm glad I didn't because they brought me a bunch anyway. Um, a lot. Yeah, a whole lot. As much as like there was syrup with the pancakes. It that's was, how much to the more you got. Yeah. It's, it's like a salsa bowl, like, mm-hmm. uh, yes. you know, but full of tzatziki sauce, which uh, was great because um, it definitely, you know, I'm a big fan of that uh, and it needed it. Um, that sauce didn't have... I. Like, is it like dill that they put in tzatziki sauce? So like, usually, there's always like so. some sort of little green bits in it. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of gives it that little bit of bite, you know? Um, mm-hmm. It didn't have quite enough of that. Uh, it was delish- delicious and creamy. And Was uh, it delicious? It was, uh, no, no, it wasn't. <laughs> um, we just talked about that, Andy, and it didn't have enough dill in it. Mm. Um I know that I don't enunciate very well, but... Uh, no, that was um, my thing. I wasn't, there's no comment on your enunciation. It was delicious, Andy, uh, but not delicious. Um, <laughs> I did use a lot of that sauce uh, to kind of wetten things up there. Uh, you know, the pitas can get a little dry, and, and gyro meat is also always, or I don't know, I guess in my experience a bit on the dry side, a great gyro. It was only like five bucks, mm-hmm. so or nice. five ninety or something like that, so... Totally great for the price. Um, Do you think maybe you just misenunciated and they thought that guy say pizza? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was a, it was a fl- uh, flatty. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I got a side of um, onion rings, which uh, mm. were pretty great. Uh, I don't. Uh, again, I don't know much about breadings, but they looked like beer batter. Yeah, it was kind were. of that like soft yet crispy but not like crispy in a way that like big like crusty you know like chicken yeah. crispy chunks style yeah, sort of falls of off smooth of it. yeah texture. yeah nice smooth breading um yeah it was good yeah the onion rings were great um so yeah had a lot of onions with this meal um <laughs> didn't realize that when i was putting it together but uh yeah onion rings onion rings were great the euro was great i mean like i you know for what i paid i think with the onion rings it's like that's like a seven Seven fifty, seven twenty-five, yeah. something like that. All, all said and done. So, yeah. I mean, hey, you can't complain about that. Yeah, we're talking north side prices yeah. here, and it's a deal. Yeah. it's Spot. a deal. It looked good. I tried those ham and beans. I couldn't resist. Mm-hmm. We poured over these menus because there's there's a hundred plus a items on here well. from many different cuisines. Oh, yeah. It's all all the diner food you can imagine is on there. Yeah, my it, girlfriend just couldn't decide. I yeah. think she didn't want breakfast stuff. She kept on asking me if I would order her grits mixed with cottage cheese. <laughs> Whoa. 
Just because she's a sicko. She that doesn't is, like yeah, that stuff. That she just is. wanted to disgust me <laughs> and wanted to embarrass me by having... She, she kept on asking, well, will you ask them to please mix it? <laughs> instead of Which she would never do in like a real world scenario. Yeah. That's such a good bit. Yeah. <laughs> she's disgusting. Uh, I like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Ultimately, I just decided I needed to go with uh, Miranda's last meal picks. I don't know if I'm going to be making it back over here. what brought us there. Especially, is it a Tuesday night special? No, that's all the time. It's all the time. Yeah. Okay. It's just not on the regular menu and they have it up on the board. Yeah, they, I don't know. It seems like they, it's so silly. They have always had the same items Uh written on the (laughs) whiteboard. On the special board. It's like. And they've reprinted the menu yeah. since the last time I've been there. Some of those they just did not bother to put the board specials into the menu. I'm confused. Some of those are on the menu, but I did not see the ham and beans. Like the walleye one that was the okay. top one yeah. was on the menu for sure. Saw that one. There's a couple other ones that I noticed were on yeah, the menu. Chicken fried chicken yeah. usually up there. The half dark. You could order a half chicken there was another Ooh. one they had chicken fried chicken but then another thing was like half yeah. chicken with two sides for like 10.99 and yeah. i just uh yeah had i not had i been hungrier that would have really well the thing is with the fried chicken is they pan fry it and it takes forever uh, says so it they, right on the menu yeah. 25 uh, minutes yeah. i wonder if the half chicken is fried or if it's like a rotisserie style oh, yeah. thing i don't um, know could, I bet it's fried. Probably fried. Yeah, that only takes uh, 17.5 minutes. So. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's so much faster. The rotisserie is just, as we all know, the quickest way to cook yeah. things. <laughs> okay. So I tried the ham and beans. It comes with your little, you know, ham and bean bowl. Bigger than the salsa bowl. Not a huge, like, cereal bowl size, though, but a decent size. I'd say you get the like Super Bowl. Well, you know, like six ounces of them or something like that. Maybe a little yeah, more. That's a good guess. Hard to say. Yeah. You get some cornbread on the side. Got a big old chunk of cornbread. Corner piece. Oh, yeah. That was, was really an impressive great. piece of cornbread. It was very big. It was. It almost looked like they cooked it in like an eight-inch pan and then cut that pan into four yes. sections. Like you got a fourth of a yeah. full yeah. thing of cornbread. Yeah, it looked like it, it was pretty close to four by four. Yeah. Four by four inches, mm-hmm. not feet. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Or brewing company. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh, so it, it, it like came from Galloway? Galloway cornbread? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Oh, imagine if we had an artisanal cornbread place. Galloway <laughs> reviewed that the day that. it opened. That'd yeah. be so good. I, uh, you know, again, if this teaching thing falls through, or... I make killer cornmeal pancakes. Oh yeah, they're so good. Killer corn, uh, killer cornmeal pancakes with like blackberry jam or blackberry syrup. Mm. Oh gosh, so good, so good. Mm-hmm. So mm. good. If only there was someone here for me to make it for. <laughs> And I'm going to start crying again. <laughs> You're here, looking right at me. Here he goes As if I again. don't eat cornmeal pancakes. I, I was looking at it at you because you were, I don't know. Uh-huh. I was directing the bit at you. Sure. That's all. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm probably not going to make them. It's it's elaborate to uh-huh. make them more elaborate than regular pancakes. Anyway, uh, that cornbread was really good. It's pretty, I would say just slightly over an inch tall too. Mm-hmm. So four by four by 1.2. That's right. <laughs> Something like that. That's how Do ge- the math. <laughs> That's how uh, geometry and physical space works, right? That's how yeah, absolutely. Work. But the biggest portion of anything that I got was those fried potatoes. There's got to be like three potatoes with those, potatoes yeah. on there. Yeah. 
crazy. Yeah, there's always so much. And I don't think they have that as like a side item that you can order with Doesn't anything else. Like I'm yeah. pretty sure that is the only the only dish that they have that comes with fried potatoes. It says home fries. Home fries is a description on the board. Mm. So uh, that's sure. not what I generally think of as home fries. I mm. think those those of like the cubed fried potatoes. These were, those were just like straight up chunked, big old chunks yeah. of potatoes. Yeah, that yeah. They just with like onions. Tossed. Uh-huh. Like I usually call that just fried potatoes, yes. right? It was big chunks of probably three big potatoes all chopped up and uh, very big chunks of onion too. You get those big chunks of onion where you've got like the three pieces of onion sticking together. Mm-hmm. But they've all been fried up really nicely. Like they have, It takes some time to fry potatoes, so they've been in there for a little bit. They're all really soft, really oily, and the same deal with the uh, onions. This was probably my favorite part was these home fries. I liked it all, by the way, I should say mm-hmm. that. I every single one of these things is really good. Um, however, the real magic was the, it's what it should be. It's what it's designed for. Dipping that cornbread into the beans is like perfect because the cornbread is pretty dense like sometimes your cornbread will be airy sometimes it'll be really fluffy this was pretty dense should get that on there on the fork put it in but it doesn't immediately sop up all that bean juice from the bean mixture uh because you know it's very soupy you mm-hmm. get the beans and the ham and the, the brown juice in there mm-hmm. juice what do you call it broth i don't yeah, know bean water bean water yeah <laughs> all, all beans all, all bean beans <laughs> i like it i like it a lot so you you kind of see it slow. You kind of see it slowly, sort of working its way down into the crevices. You can't see it, but you can imagine it. But it doesn't fully permeate, it. which is great because you just you get it just on the outer layer, like just penetrating the outer layer there. The texture of it and of those combinations of flavors are just just awesome. Cornbread's not that sweet. It's more of like it's not exactly savory either. But a lot of times you get the sweet cornbread. This isn't particularly sweet. It's got this. This is good. You're absolutely right to put this in your last meal. I don't know if it's going to quite be in mine, but it, that was a really delicious mixture. Um, and I can tell that they're like specially made for each other because I did dip the pancake in there too at the end. Had that revolutionary that idea. That was sick, Andy. I, that was one of the grossest things I've ever really? seen you do in an eating <laughs> scenario. I mean, I am extra grossed out by ham and beans in general oh. just because it is a food from my childhood. Uh, you know, you mentioned uh, Galloway. Uh, ham and beans or Galloway uh, cornbread. As somebody who grew up in the Galloway area and uh, his mom made ham and beans, uh, they're not great. Um, it's like, I'm sure that had to do yeah. with the Galloway area, yeah. not my Galloway prison. Uh, uh, it's what they served. Four by four version of salt and pepper is uh, where Dan's house used to be. That's yeah, it actually was no, exactly right there. I just oh, realized really? that sounds like a bit I would no. do, but no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It got, they, they tore it down yep. to build the building. They, they they tore down the the little house I lived in until almost four years old. Wow. Yeah, this was great. I'm grateful that you uh, made this recommendation. Hey, I'm glad you liked it. We discussed the uh, hams and beans special at Casper's and how mediocre that is by comparison. I mean, it's pretty good, but I just don't like it as well. It needs a lot more hot sauce yeah. than the... I don't know. I don't know what it is. One thing I'd like more, maybe drinking a beer with it. That would be Ooh, good. Yeah, yeah. Would like yeah. that. Yeah. No I, alcohol at this place, I don't think. No. I don't think so, no. Um, but yeah, I would say I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, it had been a while since I had been here. And, uh, um, you know, when you guys were pitching the idea of it, I was like, 
Oh, well, I hope this We're going to totally get blamed terrible. for this situation. <laughs> oh, come on. That's uh, all right. No, I, but uh, no, I just, you know, I just, uh, I, much to the reason why you guys are only picking the, the bangers for mm-hmm. the last uh, several episodes, uh, you know, you just don't want to go out and spend money on crappy food. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's really nice oh. to go to a place and be surprised. And uh, I don't we, know. I was today. We just booked an episode today. The couple of the best guests. Oh man, and, uh, it's going to be one of the most expensive and worst food we've yeah. ever had. Yeah, don't worry. Oh. I'm so excited. Don't worry <laughs> one bit about that for Ooh. this episode. I'm so, I'm yeah. so, so, so yeah, thrilled. No, about this, it. I mean, as yeah. much as I understand that you want to eat good food, mm. um, it is really fun to hear bad yeah. reviews. Oh no, yeah, <laughs> so, I want to hear some. Some takes, you I, know? I like eating good food, but what I like even more is um, entertaining people. Mm. Uh, yeah. it's, it's kind of what I want to be doing every moment of every day. So uh, if we can eat some bad food to generate some something entertaining. Right. Uh, it's like, that's um, a much higher You can't priority. have the good without the bad. Yeah. yeah. Same deal like if you, if you ever run a book dis- discussion group, you really got to throw one in there that you think some people mm. are going to dislike mm. because, man, that generates some good conversation. Yeah. Little debate. See, maybe sometimes you're in like a book discussion group where you're like one of two people in there under forty, and eh, maybe you're uh, you're the only person who doesn't like it and doesn't like see some <laughs> weird like racial stuff in there that other people don't notice and makes you really yes. uncomfortable. And like then you make everyone else uncomfortable. Does anything like that ever happen? No, you need to join a new book club, man. <laughs> oh, I was booted out of that one. <laughs> no, that that's not true. Sounds like it's for the best. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's what you get when you join the Bill O'Reilly book club. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, Lincoln's already dead. <laughs> that was my big controversial uh, statement. Hey Bill, he's actually dead already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we don't usually rate stuff on our Tower Globe episodes, but we can kind of go around and just talk about our experience tonight and assign an, arbit- assign an arbitrary number to it if we want. Sure. Well, as the foremost person in the room who needs to use the restroom, I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> drop a big fat three and a half on it. <laughs> Steve, what do you think? I'd, Steve, Steven? Uh, Steve. Steve. Okay, Steve. Uh, yep, just my parents and girls I dated in high school call me Steven. <laughs> it's your um, name on social yeah, media. You put it out there I, that. I do. I know. I just, something I cannot bring myself to change, to drop the in off yeah. the written word. I cannot write, I, I sign my email, Steve. I, I've really got to pick a side here. Yeah. I, you have a professional and a personal name, I guess. Yeah, but my professional sure. name is Steve. Social media is the only place <laughs> that it's written down as Steven. I think I'm just like worried what my parents will think. I just, <laughs> I just committed to the why, uh, oh. relatively recently in the last oh, nice. two or three so, years, uh, was being, in- being Andy everywhere. You were so, going by and before. This. Yeah, and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, finally what, committed to that one. No, I was going by Gail. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, um, still a man. Huh. You know, just Gail. Huh. Uh, no, I, I tried to, to switch whenever I started my real job. I was like, I'm just going to be Andrew from now on. Oh, yeah. Introduce myself to everybody as Andrew. I guarantee I've talked about this on the show before. Mm-hmm. They just started calling me Andy. Like they, <laughs> they, I just look like an Andy. I get it. Like, yeah. I behave... Like a younger man, we'll say. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. No, I like who I am. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Who am I defending myself against right now? Anyway. Uh, yeah, you, I, can, you can call me Steve, Andy. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I relate to what you said about the, the name thing, though, because like, I, I guess I'm just Andy, yeah. and I committed to it. I like it better now. Well, uh, both Steve and Steven are going to rate this place mm. 
Uh, a four. Look who's um, look who's got the reins now. Nice. I uh, it, yeah, you know, um, is the food necessarily all a four? No, I'd say they've got some misses on the menu, but I don't know. There's something about. I mean, at the same time, I hate places with huge menus because I never know what to get. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. Places like this will always hold, uh, you know, a special place in my heart. I think they're fun to go to because you can go to them at any time of day. And um, I don't know. There's just it's just one of those. I guess it's nostalgia or just like Americana sort of mm-hmm. stuff. I feel like this is a very sort of Midwestern kind of place in a endearing way. Yeah. And and it's cheap, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our young... Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, our, our the the host was was very young who seated mm-hmm. us. But our server mm-hmm. uh, came up and asked us if we were ready, and we were not ready. And then she didn't return for like another 15 minutes because I think she knew, like, okay. Yeah. When they say a while that I know what this means, they really need... A little while to figure this and out. When yeah. she got back, so we still much. barely had it yeah. Yeah. figured out. So. I think they've got a lot of regulars at this place. Yeah, yeah. Miranda had a she sudden had death number. situation. <laughs> she had to like make the choice immediately. Speaking of which, what you what you gonna write this uh, place, Miranda? I don't know, man. You know, if I had if I had a time machine, I'd go back and eat there three years ago, and then rate it a five, probably. Wow, I miss. Uh, I miss specific staff members. You know, I didn't see the owner walking around. Mm. I miss that. You know, if I, I just go back there more often, maybe I'll see these people. There was a, a host guy that I really liked that we had this. We had this bit where I, you know, we found out that I worked for the library. So he pretended like he didn't know how to read. And <laughs> That's good. We had this little thing going and there was a, there was a, a, a server there who was like a, I don't know. She was a really hot, rough chick that was like super attractive, but obviously was like kind of lived a rough life. And I just really liked her and, you know, was obviously a little bit attracted to her, but that's neither that here rules. nor there. She was wise. Character. <laughs> yeah. You know, there was a whole feeling about it um, with the Pizza Hut thing. So I, I'd probably give it a, 3.5 myself just because okay. i because i miss what it was was like before and so that's gonna that's that's some demerits yeah okay all right i mean my experience tonight with just the food and hanging out and everything the, the food especially easy for i'm not gonna rate the hanging out it was great great uh really loved the really loved what i had thought it was great i'm really happy you recommended it uh, definitely a four would be interested in trying other stuff if we had time to do that, which I, I almost certainly don't. Yeah. <laughs> Can't see myself going back here. Yeah. Uh, it's not crazy far soon. from my house. I think I could hit the oh, drive through okay. sometime. I imagine they have a pretty good burger on the menu somewhere. Mm. It seems like they, they might. The burger is decent. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, especially if I were to go up there and receive a uh, smashed patty. I would love that. Mm. A nice diner smashed patty. That would be I'd, great. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think I'll be making my way back around here. Cool. That's great. Yeah. Glad to hear that, Dan. Cool. In it's a noticeably less waterlogged timbre to my voice. <laughs> <laughs> we did pause. See if you can spot where the pause is. <laughs> Not here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've raided this place, and sure. it's a Tower Club episode. There's only one thing left to do. Now we're in 18 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Got a, you got any big questions for everybody here, Dan? I do, Andy. First of which is, what do you mean there's only one thing left to do, Andy? We still got the preheat. 
Okay. We just didn't do it earlier <laughs> right. in the episode like we did. Uh, my you, single word thing review. Is, you don't know what the next episode is. I almost guarantee it. Oh. <laughs> Nothing new there. Uh, so I will go anticipation. <laughs> How about I'm gonna, you, Andy? I'm going to go. Maybe I'll get some clue into where we're eating. <laughs> well, <laughs> now it's me giving you a clue. The Andy's episode is going to air next. Dan? Oh, yeah. Oh, finally. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Oh, my God. Yeah. We've, been, totally we've been lying in wait. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, you weren't able to go. We That's couldn't right. make it to the live show. Yeah. It's going to be a banger. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Andy's episode is going to air next. I'm going to be out of town. Actually, I'm going out of town the next day. But uh, Is there usually a big the... fanfare when you're in town and an episode airs? <laughs> yeah. No, it's just I don't know. We have the live show Sunday, and I'm not totally sure I'll have time to, to edit it. I definitely oh, I will have time. I just uh, want to make sure. I thought you were saying you know. on the days that the podcast airs that you usually don't have have time, or when you're in town, there's usually like a parade perhaps uh-huh. around the park. Well, yes. a pod, an episode airs, yeah. and Andy's got to get out yeah. of town. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just so he's not yes. mobbed in the street. Well, today, I forgot an episode came out. Like I said, I worked on the podcast like all day today. And I checked into Facebook, and there were like nine notifications. Like, yep. oh, right. Starting to get that way for today. me, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just recorded that one two days ago. Yeah, it was, it yeah, was two hours true. long. <laughs> Surprised we could not remember. Oh, right. you might uh, recall that earlier today, during this recording, uh-huh. I couldn't remember where we ate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So that's the preheat. <laughs> yep, that's the preheat, folks. <laughs> you got the inside scoop on the next episode of Spring Food Mo. Which brings us to the final segment of the Tower Club episode. Everybody's favorite segment. Um, you know, data still waiting to be collected on that. Mm-hmm. We haven't set out the Tower Club survey yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I haven't gotten one. But just assuming if we you do, uh, then this segment would be the most popular by demand. Uh, First Andy? time we've ever done it with guests. Very excited about that. Miranda? Yes. Steven? Nay, Steve. Oh. No, you you have to call me Steve. Andy yeah. can call me Steve. Steve, nay, I Steven. I didn't say you could do it. What John been eating? Mm. Toms? Where are we going to start with this? It, we've got four different things to talk about now. Yeah, four different got, subjects. Yeah, we've got books now too, since we got the literate folks on the podcast. <laughs> uh, I don't, is there a different what you what you've been eating with your? I read a book uh, last week. What oh. You you can eat those but with like your that, eyes. Yeah, it's with your eyes, though. It's, but it's a different thing. You can eat them thing. with your ears, too. Your I, brain. I love audiobooks. Man, I guess movies, you kind of eat with both your eyes and ears. Mm. I True. don't know. That's uh, why they're the ultimate art form. Let's start with our wonderful guests. Oh, boy, what, what have we been watching? Oh, gosh. Uh, Not what you've King been watching. of the Hill. Oh, oh, yeah, great. Re- restarted King of the Hill from the top. You know, that just... there's. You can't do that. Well, enough, that was really. actually after this. Is, this is probably something that nobody else has watched. I don't know how we stumbled upon this. There's a CW show uh, produced by Michael Showalter called In the Dark. It's oh, really? a crime series um, about a blind girl who's like, I don't know, kind of a alcoholic, uh, introverted kind of type and. She's solving a, a crime. Her mm. friend her friend was murdered. She found out about it. Nobody believes her. She's chasing down the bad guys. 
in the dark. In the dark. In the dark. He was also involved huh. in Search Party. What is up with Michael Showalter and making yeah, these like cable comedy? I mean, is it a comedy? I'm assuming. Like, yeah, uh, it's like a dark dramatic yeah. comedy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for being a CW show, it's I mean, it's got a lot I of those. Know. It's got a lot of those tropes, like a lot of just manufactured drama here and there. You know, like reminiscent, reminiscent of kind of like you know, the OC sort of yeah. things. I mean, less uh, teen heartthrobby sort of drama, but just like, just, I don't know, yeah. cliffhangers at the end of every episode. So, yeah. uh, which is great if you want to go binge something. And yeah. uh, and that's exactly what we did. And it was yeah. pretty enjoyable. Just an unexpected you. thing. I, yeah, cool. I, I, I was pleasantly surprised with that show. I've been, we mentioned Kate Winslet earlier and I've been watching Mayor, Mayor mm-hmm. of Easttown, mm-hmm. but... I have not yet watched the finale, okay. so I'm not sure. I'm I'm sorry if you wanted to talk about that. If I'm oh, like ruining t- it by being a no. I, I watched it too. That was going to be one of the things I watched because I watched the first six episodes on Saturday because I'm mm-hmm. not working. I don't know if I mentioned that. Mm-hmm. I don't have any obligations. Yeah, I'm just like bomb. do do whatever I want mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, no job. It's really good. Bomb. Yeah, people should like. Mm-hmm. Everybody should do that. They should, everybody should just not work. Agreed. Yeah, highly recommended. Yeah. Um. For sure. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a very very good version. Mayor of Easttown, very very good version of a thing that's been done hundreds of times. I know. Yeah, I love these type yeah. of shows. They're good. Just small town. You get to know the intricacies of these people's relationships and the webs weaved between all these people living in a confined space together. Yeah, uh, flawed character yeah. detective. Mm. Um, me out. You know, I don't like my characters have flaws. <laughs> the description on the <laughs> HBO <laughs> app, I don't think I, I don't, I don't remember it exactly, but it's like she's trying to keep her life together. It makes it seem like she's a real mess. I'm like, I don't think that's true. Just like circumstantially, a lot of really yeah. bad things have happened to her. But like, she seems like she's uh, handling handling it relatively right. well, makes, as well as could I mean, be expected. She, right? She makes some bold moves, but yeah. nothing that you know. It was like questionable. Mm-hmm. This is Kate Winslet playing the lead role. She's mm-hmm. a detective, and uh, I, I really enjoy that. Uh, most people in the show look like relatively real people. Yeah, the way know? she pulls on that vape. Dang, yeah, that is authentic. Uh huh. <laughs> um, I liked Some it. Back clouds. <laughs> yes. Uh, we don't have to talk about the ending. I won't even betray how I felt about it. But like, I like Top of the Lake more. That's my favorite one in this genre. And I, I think I, I think I like Broadchurch season one a little more too. Oh, Broadchurch was great, but uh, it's just in that genre. Small small people with murders. Small people. Small town people with murders. Yeah. <laughs> little oh, people, big that, murders. Yeah. This season on TLC. <laughs> I also just watched Willow for the first time, and that is oh, wow. not a joke. Willow really enjoyed that yeah. too. I've been watching a lot of stuff. It's I've it's been good. Dan, what you that been Ron watching? Howard? Yeah, it's Ron Howard movie. Uh, story by George Lucas. You can you can one hundred percent tell. Sure, yeah. I I from what little I can remember of Willow, I definitely could kind of tell that uh, with my eyes. Not a whole lot. Um, I could slot in King of the Hill for literally any week of what you eaten with your eyes and ears. Yeah, I fall asleep to King of the Hill oh, nice. uh, every single night. Um, I I don't really need TV to fall asleep, but my girlfriend does, and King of the Hill is the show of choice. I've seen. The like first six seasons of King of the Hill, roughly twenty five times. Mm. I made a King of the Hill reference at dinner today. Whenever you guys were talking about Jimmy Swagger, <laughs> mm. uh, but should, with my eyes, 
checking your letterbox? <laughs> that's what I'm doing. No, no. Okay. I, I don't letterbox things oh, anymore. Right. I just get, I don't know. I can't. I, I, Goodreads for movies. It's the right. best. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I've thought about it. Yeah. I probably need to start it. That's good. That's a good scrolling thing to do. It better is. Better than so other scrolling scroll, things. And it's nice to get a curated group of people on yeah. there that you like to read stuff from. I, um, I just could never do that. I've discovered so many movies that I hadn't previously seen and that I, nice. I've now really enjoyed because uh, just people I think are cool. Yeah. Yeah. I should get on there Watch despite on not box. posting. I don't yeah. really have any desire to post uh, any longer. I'm getting out of posting in general. Posting, yeah. not not yeah, great. Yeah, judging by your Twitter activity today, I can definitely tell that you are getting Listen, out of posting. That Twitter activity was gold. It was really good. And, you know, you got to judge it by what time of day it is. If it's clear that I am at work, anything goes oh, as I far as tweets. At least three. I don't remember seeing anything that you did today, but at least three of us were active on Twitter today. Yeah. I know we had some interactions. Oh, yeah. I just dipped in and saw a tweet about um, how the monster mash is bad. And mm. I knew I had to tag Steve to get into that I conversation because <laughs> Steve is a the biggest fan of the monster mash. <laughs> it's a I great know. song. No, it is. It's perfect. I saw your explanation. You're 100% right. Very catchy. Very fun. It's mm. a good song. It's yeah. A, it's a story about a, about a, a cool party. Having a yeah. party. Mm-hmm. I want to be there. Monster Mash is better than any Christmas standard that we're subject to oh, every single yeah. freaking yeah, year. Yeah, I think it, it should be called the greatest holiday song Look, of all time. I agree. It's, yep. a, it's a graveyard smash. <laughs> I, I considered running with it, and I just can't do it. I just can't. <laughs> you thought about um, writing for a music publication, Andy. <laughs> Uh, I watched half of Uncut Gems uh, with my girlfriend, and she could not finish it. <laughs> You'd already seen. I had already it. seen yeah. it. I've seen it once. With I still Andy. haven't. Me either. Yeah, it's good. It's it? really yeah. good. Okay. It's an excellent watch. Uh, you know, she has no problem watching horror movies. That was the other thing we watched recently was Nightmare on Elm Street One, which mm. really holds up. It's yeah. so good and so disgusting. Uh, Freddie doesn't say the B word yet in in Elm Street One. He has not picked up on that affectation. Like He's still blade? a nasty man. Like his fingers. Yeah, he blade? doesn't say I have little blades on my fingers. <laughs> you blade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we watched that. Uh, she, but something about Uncut Gems, she just could not handle. Too intense for mm. too much stress going on. Um, she just keeps on asking me. <laughs> She's just like. So does he get the gym back? <laughs> oh, no. He'll give the gym to like Lakeith Stanfield and she'll just go, oh, he doesn't get that gym back, does he? <laughs> That's so funny. He's really concerned about the status <laughs> of this gym. Uh, so yeah, first hour of that, fantastic. Uh, we made it to a, about the section with the weekend. I might go back and finish it. Uh, I don't think she has any interest. And then uh, Andy and I went and saw Kenny DeForest, which we already yeah. talked about. But uh, I thought that that was a super fun time. Love seeing Kenny. Excellent. Is that uh, at the cool. the blue room? Yeah, the uh, new blue room. Slash at the riff. riff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Blue room at was, the riff. How was okay. that experience? Um, what are your well, views on men's rights activism? <laughs> oh we said by a really terrible guy. We talk oh. about it in the episode that came out today. Yeah. So we hear it okay. eventually. Well, we'll check. Yeah. We, we just oh, scraped no. the iceberg oh, yeah. of this man. We got there 30 minutes early, and that guy talked at us yeah. about that start, sort of stuff. Oh. He was, I think, I'm just trying to think about it. Have I interacted with a worse person? He might have been the worst dude I I've ever. I think oh, so. God. So what show did he think he was at? 
<laughs> no, he <laughs> knew what, he, what show he was at. <laughs> he, 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 went to, he went to see Shane Gillis, uh-huh. the con, you know, like conservative-leaning comedian the previous week, and Kenny had done a spot before mm. that mm. at that show, and it's like, oh, I got to come back and see this, which I totally, totally relatable. Yeah. And the guy wasn't unfriendly. In fact, I would describe him as like, Overly his demeanor friendly. was affable. Mm-hmm. It's just every single thing he said was rotten to the core. Yeah. Just <laughs> horrific. Just brought Me? up cancel culture multiple times, unprompted. Yeah. Louis C.K., Tony Hinchcliffe, uh, Shane Gillis, uh, just all the bad comedians you can I mean, think of. I mean, of course he thinks he's right, but also he thinks that everybody agrees with him. Yeah. Especially oh, oh, yeah. if From he some of the language he was using, he very much thought that everyone in his vicinity <laughs> yeah. agrees with him. Yikes. And like, I mentioned that I teach public school and he was like, tell me a public schools are bad oh, <laughs> he didn't go boy. into detail on those thoughts and i like don't necessarily disagree mm-hmm. with all of that you know there's ways they could be improved but like oh the dude did not have a good sense of uh the room lacked some social skills maybe or i guess he just didn't care he, so he kind of had social skills he just <laughs> didn't care he lacked social skills to the point where when he said that he had told his ex-wife to watch out because there's a lot of dirtbag pos's out there um, he he didn't have the social skills to realize that I was laughing at him. Uh-huh. Um, whenever he that was said insane. that, <laughs> that was one of the wildest things I've ever heard. This dude is just so terrible, warning his ex-wife about dating. Dating. He's like, you, there's a lot God. of POSs out there. You you know what I mean? And I just said, yeah. <laughs> Good I time. guess we are in the middle of this again. Mm-hmm. You know, twenty minutes into this, thirty minutes. Or something like it already been established that just this dude's on dating apps and his date stood him up, yeah. oh. which he used the c word to describe oh, yeah. his date's mom. Yeah, uh, which is the excuse she used to not uh, cancel culture either, which he did no, also yeah, say a yeah, bunch yeah. of times. <laughs> he the, the dated clearly like used her mom as an excuse to not go out with this man. <laughs> Good for her for making him buy yeah. two tickets. Oh yeah, and um, and making think, her uh, by proxy buy our drinks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know sure. what? I, I bet she decided to do that to him the first thing, that, <laughs> the first message that she I, got from that I guy. I think not a man. The mom is the real hero here. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Despite what he said. Yeah. Uh, uh, no. No. He he bought our drinks, uh, and immediately upon offering, Andy said, "Oh, you don't have to do that." And I flipped over to the cocktail side of the <laughs> <our drink> menu. <laughs> I was like, "Well, yeah, what he right, said dude. was, oh, it's okay. I can write it off." Mm-hmm. Um, well, he was famous. He had just received a $93,000 yeah, check. Make sure us, to mention that a couple times. He told us he had a million dollars in housing properties. Uh, we cool. didn't ask him about uh, any yeah, of this. Cool. He guy, just volunteered this guy. information. That was the most engaging thing that I watched with my eyes and ears yeah, in, for in sure. the last week. So, yeah. Oh, I was so entertained and amused by it. I was uh, like, I can't wait to talk about this. Yeah. Not even on the podcast. Just talk to <laughs> anyone about this. It was kind of like, I, I can't believe these these people are real. This person seemed like a real life Twitter demon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like a person that would just do this performatively online, except this was just who he was. He exists. Yeah. One yeah. of the type of things that the pandemic made me forget was all these like social situations that are just terrible with strangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or Any. people that you know that you're just like, ah, oh, that guy again, he's coming uh, over here. Black yep. hoodie with a uh, gray outline of a American flag and uh Spartan helmet. Mm-hmm. Should have been a pretty clear indicator <laughs> yeah, of what yeah. yeah. That's a dead ringer there. Yeah. He was a veteran, and you know what? Uh, thank you, Lord, for our veteran services. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're supposed to say? It is the day after Memorial <laughs> Day. To thank God for them, right? <laughs> yeah. Thank Lord. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am pretty, I'm not like a huge 
go out to movie sort of person uh, in normal times. But the other day, uh, um, you know, the theater downtown is open again and we were walking by it and uh, uh, Miranda was like, you know, we need to go over there pretty soon and catch the release of uh, Fast and the Furious 9. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which uh, is I mean, that's the next sounds, one to see in the theater. I sounds think. like a pretty ludicrous thing that before the pandemic, I would have been like, that's crazy. And then now I'm like, yeah, that sounds not. incredible. Tickets, yeah, tickets went, for, like, went up for sale today. Awesome. Yeah, that's I, a thing. Just like I'm excited that the theaters are opening, but I feel like it needs to be a special movie. Just like a I want to get back over there, the top but I'm not that excited flick, about you know? a lot of the movies that are out right now. Yeah, let's just go see some there's, there's ridiculous so, things. Yeah, must be seen on a big screen. So you wouldn't consider A Quiet Place 2 a special movie? I don't, you know, I don't know. I really liked the segue. first one. <laughs> I really liked the first one. Yeah. See it. I th- maybe I'll go. I don't. For Let's, some reason in my mind it. is just like the the first movie going back shouldn't be a sequel. Mm, oh, okay. Hmm, okay. So F9. I'm just making up rules. <laughs> yes. You're right. You're right. Okay, You're right. <laughs> I want to summarize this movie for you, Steve. Um it's there's a place and it's very, very quiet. Mm. Yeah. Oh uh, spooky. Catching. And the second one it might be even quieter. Uh I didn't I thought it was fine. <laughs> I think I rated it three out of five. It's very I think it's very dumb, very dumb movie. Tell you what was quiet. Uh, the audience after my screening, I didn't go see it. <laughs> <laughs> but you can use that, Andy, if you want to cut that up, and you'll lay yourself in saying that. Uh, I'm gonna run down. Anything else you you two have watched lately? So you watch any other cool stuff? I'm gonna run down everything I saw uh, last week. Or we watched we watched the entire series of Kim's Convenience, oh, which is that a, was really a, good. A, a Canadian, uh, yeah, just family Turns out Canadian comedy. TV is pretty awesome. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's like it's just about this. Uh, you know, immigrant family that owns a convenience store in like uh, Toronto. Toronto, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it's it's great. Cool. It's just very easy and yeah. lighthearted, like, but still kind of edgy and yeah. I, family it, you know, it's a little bit like Schitt's Creek in that it's like you know heartwarming, but there's irreverent humor. It doesn't get like into sappiness too much, sure. but it still is just like genuinely good natured comedy. Okay. I don't know. Never heard of it. There's so many shows. I know. It's intense. Too many. There yeah. are so many. Yeah. And now I'm getting to where I'm just like not interested in any of them. This is how I feel. I'm on season nine of Modern Family, despite there being like a thousand shows to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm just watching things I know aren't like good. In May, I started watching the uh, all the John Singleton movies. Uh, interesting filmography. He's done very serious stuff. He's done very serious stuff. He did the second Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, that's right. But he also did Boys in the Hood was his first movie. Very serious subject matter. Uh, Not exactly what I thought it was. Like, less... uh, In my head, it was going to be a little more irreverent. But no, it's like a very serious coming-of-age drama, and I really, really love that. Is Lorenz Tate in that one? I always get that mixed up with Menace to Society. Yeah, Lorenz Tate is in... Boys in the Hood. Lawrence Tate rules. He's so good. Like he can play a sweetie, or he can play somebody who's really evil. Yeah, as he does in well, not necessarily evil, but uh, wait, I'm, no, he's in Minister Society. Yeah, that, he's that, in Minister Society. Because I don't yeah. know that I've actually seen Boys uh, to the Hood. The, the lead in Cuba Gooding Jr. is that's right. Boys yeah. in the Hood. Sorry, yeah. I, I got it all mixed up. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't look it up. I'm just looking at my movie diary mm. here. I did remember that uh, Lawrence Tate. Is uh, the second lead in Menace, Menace Two Society? Yeah. It's probably why it's the two. Yeah, he's the second lead. He's the se- yeah, yeah, it's gotta be. <laughs> it's and Roman. Listeners, just ignore whenever I said boys two 
the boys hood. to the hood <laughs> earlier <laughs> and he didn't catch it so why should you <laughs> uh boys in the hood is uh is great uh, his second movie is poetic justice which i rated three and a half it's it's out of five it's really good it's kind of it's the stars of this movie it's a romantic kind of comedy kind of drama with uh janet jackson and tupac shakur mm. Heck yeah. and wow. they're both incredible in it like I, I really like Janet Jackson. She was surprisingly good as a as an as an actor. But Tupac, uh, I I kind of get it now, like why people were so upset when he died. Uh, you know, a good rapper, sure, but like he had so much charisma, like yeah. so much presence. Yeah, on he screen. was alluring. Yeah, yeah. And I just watched Juice recently too, and he had a role pretty similar to Lorenz Tate, Minister Society, where he plays a guy who's just kind of pure, uh, undeniable evil, just a sociopath. This is totally different. He's not a sociopath at all. Like he's a dude who's a complicated character, and like you really love him despite um, some kind of messed up attitudes about himself. Have you watched that? Have you watched? I have not. Justice. Uh-uh. I've I've seen the movie poster a lot. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, when was the last time you watched the Scream music video with uh, oh. Michael and Janet? Long Jackson? Probably ago. only a couple it months so ago good. now. <laughs> <laughs> no, truly. Like Steve- I, I'm serious. Yeah. But same. Same. It's few so months good. ago. It's uh, Steve and I joked about uh, doing that as a couple's costume <laughs> a couple of <laughs> Halloweens ago. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> You're Great really idea, the sweet right? Spot it's to do so Michael Jackson <laughs> <laughs> cosplay. Yeah. It, uh, Isn't that a good idea? Uh, it's just, it, at this point, it's so funny to watch that music video and be like, "Okay, so why was this so expensive?" Because uh, it was, you know, it was the most expensive yeah. music video at all at time, time when it was released, and it's just a bunch of really dated-looking graphics. Yeah. Max yeah. Landis. Uh, huh? Who? I think that's a Max Landis music John. video. John. Oh, oh Max. John's is, the Ma- Max is his, uh, pest of a son. Yeah. Uh, John also not a good person. Uh, murderer. But yeah, <laughs> not great. It's actually directed by Mark Romanek, but you know. oh, oh. one hour Dan, photo. Dan just uh, can't I get that mixed miss up. an opportunity to talk about John and Max Landis. Yes. Yeah, I, I will bring up John and Max Landis anytime. I'm a big fan of both of them. Um. Uh, loved. I didn't love Poetic Justice, but I love Tupac in Poetic Justice. Watched On Deadly Ground, Steven Seagal movie. Very bad. Mm. He directed this movie. Uh, nice. It's like an ecological thriller yeah. his heart is in the right place he's against global warming taking a real stand i'm gonna go ahead and say it's global warming his heart is not in the right place <laughs> despite any themes of not anymore <laughs> <laughs> not anymore he definitely this week started a pro-putin russian party yeah. he's a russian citizen uh-huh. real strange oh boy. i'm gonna skip the next one because i'll talk about that last watch higher learning the third john singleton movie Mm, got some problems. Mm. Not not my favorite. Won't go into detail. Ministry Society already talked about it. A little overwrought, I kind of thought, but I had great performances. Oh, that's uh, another Singleton. No, it's not. It's not. That's a that's a Hughes brother. Oh, okay, you just watched that one. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of filling in some sure. gaps like that. That kind of became a genre. Uh, once, don't be a menace while drinking your juice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't be a menace to South Central yeah. Society while drinking your South, juice in the, in the yeah. Hood, yes. I believe, yeah. Uh-huh. Once that came out. It, it kind of became clear that there were a lot of tropes associated mm-hmm. with this particular, you know, type of coming age, coming of age movie. Oh, so this kind that of movie was a parody it's of a this spoof. movie. I am now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. The dots. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. I haven't watched it yet. It's on the docket. Okay. For me. Um, right, I did it in the wrong order, I guess. Uh, the night before my birthday, I was like, I need to watch a movie from 1986. I had it narrowed down to she's got to have it. And Spike Lee's she's got to have it, which mm-hmm. is his first movie. And uh, The Fly, the David Cronenberg movie, which I still have not seen. I wound up watching She's Gotta Have It. thought it was awesome. thought it was so, so good. 
is this woman who is not necessarily trying to choose between three men, but she's dating three men, all of whom know about each other and like know each other. But she's so alluring that like they just stick with it, and it's really great. It's really, really loved it. Watch Quiet Place Part Two, which is fine. Watch Willow, which was pretty good. Really enjoyed that. Pretty had a lot of kitschy fun with that. Watch the fourth John Singleton movie, Rosewood, mm. which is about uh, you know this week we're talking a lot about the Tulsa massacre. It turns out there's a whole lot of events like that that we just don't mm-hmm. uh, remember or weren't taught in school. Rosewood is another one of those, but it's kind of a weird retelling of uh, Rosewood was uh, like a. Uh, a black community in the 1920s in uh, Florida uh, that got burned down by white people for dumb reasons. Uh, and this movie, it, it's not exactly a, a, a total retelling because a lot of that history is pretty blurry. There's not a lot of people who know exactly what happened there. Um, and it does this really great thing that I wound up liking ultimately, which is to put like a Western movie style hero at the center of it played by Bing Rames, nice. who's just, just Ooh, like yeah. cowboy who comes into town. Nobody knows who he is, and he just gets embroiled in, in all the stuff and ultimately winds up being a hero. And uh, this movie rules. Have you seen Baby Boy? No, it's... it's That's uh, next, Andy. That's no, no, next for you. Shaft is next. Well, but then after I'm saying that, figuratively, yeah. that is next on the docket. Okay. Bing Rames is so good in that. He's, he's I love him. Oh, he's so yeah, man. he's got, Snoop Dogg is very good in Baby Boy as well. Bing Rames has one mode, yeah. like very <laughs> serious, uh, well enunciated statements, and uh, that's it. Oh, wait and until you see so him in good. Baby Boy. He he's <laughs> so oh man, I love Baby. Boy. Um, the best movie that I watched. I'm sorry to just do this. I've been watching a lot no, of movies. Go mm-hmm. for it. The best movie that I watched uh, in the last couple of weeks is called uh, The Yakuza. The Yakuza from mm. 1974. Um, man, this movie's great. It's directed by Sidney Pollack, the actor and director. Uh, it stars Robert Mitchum, who I love, who was like a big noir guy in the 50s and in the 70s. He was, he was old. You know, he's an old looking dude. This movie, he. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much of it. Uh, he's like a. He's kind of a hitman, not exactly, but he gets summoned back to. Uh, Japan, where he had, uh, he was stationed there, and he was kind of a part of an occupying force after World War II, World War II, and he sort of got embroiled with some locals there, and including this woman with whom he was in love. Uh, it's kind of I'm trying, I'm having having a hard time conveying what's so special about this. I love '70s, like '70s American movies a lot. It's one of my favorite genres. And like two of the key screenwriters are Paul Schrader and Robert Town. Wow. And they worked on the screenplay together, and I think it's the only time they ever did that. And Paul Schrader's a real weirdo. Robert Robert Towns like this great writer, writer of dialogue, and this movie had some stuff in it that I like literally breathtaking, but not because of any like visual thing, just like the circumstances. Like whoa, this was like clearly seated throughout the movie, and I just didn't pick up on it at all. It's just like these really great thematic moments and. I loved it. I loved it so much. I just didn't even know it existed. It's one of those things I saw on Letterboxd. Like I saw somebody's like, oh, cool. This movie exists. And it's I got have a cool no poster. Idea. Whenever you posted about it on Twitter, I, I, yeah. I, it made me want to go watch it. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I haven't done a good job on selling it. He's supposed to go rescue the daughter of uh, his employer. And it winds up, winds up. That happens like a third of the way into the movie. He figures that out. And then it becomes much, much more complicated after that. I really liked uh, Paul Schrader on The Late Show. Oh, when he was always playing the piano. <laughs> okay. And that's exactly what we needed to pull us out of me just rambling about stuff I'd watched for a while. What do we have next, Dan? We're going to talk about music for a little bit? Uh, sure. Um, y'all been eating anything with your ears? 
Oh, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, besides know, the dead and co yeah, yeah besides the, that what um, the heck do i even listen to uh you know um a recent they it wasn't on spotify for the longest time but there's a band uh called ozma or ozma hmm. i've heard very different people uh, say it o-z-m-a um and uh they they sound uh they're kind of akin to like blue album weezer in mm. a lot of ways that's uh, where i've heard of them matt apodaca brings them up all right, the time yeah. their the lead weezer vocalist podcast. sounds a lot like uh rivers and yeah. and in a, a, a positive way um but uh they have a album called the double donkey disc which is like has a lot of like russian inspired songs including the tetris theme Whoa! Um, and uh, uh it's it's, it's kind of a um it's kind of a uh I don't know, an epic, the album, it kind of, you know, it's, it's a great start to finish. And a lot of the songs kind of run into one another. Um, and, uh, I don't know, it's really great. There's a lot of multi-instrumentalism going on in that band and, uh, it's, it's pretty fun. And, and that was just recently put on Spotify in the last year or something like that. And, cool. uh, I hadn't listened to it in a long time and it was, it was, it was nice. It's good yeah, spin. Great. Cool. 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 You got something, Miranda? I'm not really. I've, I, uh, haven't listened to much that is new okay. recently. I was just revisiting one of my favorite soundtracks to a music documentary, uh, Buena Vista Social Club. Oh, it's ah, good never stuff. Heard of it. Yeah, good documentary about uh, Cuban musicians. Oh, that sounds cool. awesome. Yeah, the music is so good. Yeah, Buena Vista Social Club, fantastic. I, I will have to check that out. Uh, you ready for me, Andy? Absolutely. Uh, I listen to a lot of stuff in May. Been trying to keep on my mission to listen to at least an album a day. Just name them all. Uh, all <laughs> thirty-one. You, uh, I believe it was over thirty-one this last month. Uh, I'm not. I'm not one of those thirty-two-day months. Yep. <laughs> well, I've I've shifted it from doing an a literal album every day to uh, just trying to hit at least thirty a month. Um, Listen to a ton of fall this last month. Mm. The fall, excuse me. Weird, because it's uh, almost summer. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, Andy, is I am in the 2000s in my journey to listen to all the fall by the fall. Mm -hmm. So uh, I still have 15 years worth of albums to go. I know that some of their most derided stuff is in this next stretch, but uh, there's still some really awesome stuff. I just go back and listen to that playlist episode for uh, a pretty mm -hmm. primo 90s the fall cut and uh other than that i started I've, I've been looking for music to study to i've been in my studies recently um so i i, I don't know i was trying to do like electronic music but i that's just like not as fun to listen to as metal mm. listen to a lot of metal lately got a nice metal playlist going uh i'm getting into kralis you ever listen to Kralis? No. Uh -uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, sounds crunchy. It sounds I, pretty metal, Dan. Uh, Sharp. I believe the term is tech tech death, technical death mm. metal. Oh. So uh, oh. very fast, very technical. Um, real weird time signatures and bent up riffs. And uh, man, love Kralis. I go K R A L L I C E. That's what I'd say to that guy at the riff. Get bent. <laughs> What'd you say? You had plenty of opportunities to say <laughs> that to him, Andy. Why didn't you? <laughs> I'm sorry. If I had any courage whatsoever. <laughs> Caveat there. Um, uh, yeah. Been listening to a lot of Crowless. It sounds fun. 
it's so good. It, they're they're uh, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying their music, and uh, just got finished with that uh, the new Black Midi record, mm. which uh, went right up my alley. Real experimental, weird, wacky uh, music. Their drummer Morgan Simpson, I think, is just pushing the boundaries on it. Really. Uh, 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 the new guard for uh, experimental rock drummers, uh, as far as I'm concerned, real ferocious dude. Uh, so yeah, enjoying that Black Midi Cavalcade. Cool, give it a listen. I have uh, I don't know if I mentioned it, but like, I've had a little more time lately to check stuff out. You know, it's like I paid uh, time. Right, been, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm actually getting still getting mm-hmm. a paycheck, but I'm not working. Yeah. Um, it's oh. really nice, actually. Well, um, there. So, like every other person who uses the internet to communicate with other people, apparently, I listened into and really enjoyed that Olivia Rodrigo album. Mm-hmm. That was really Heard great. about that. I keep meaning to do that. She's 17 or 18. It's kind of poppy, but it also has like a lot of 90s pop punk influence in there, oh, too. Cool. With a very modern production style. She's a really good songwriter. Almost all the songs are about breaking up, how hard it is, and how it sort of feels like the end of the world. I hope she doesn't figure it out you know because it's it's not because mm. uh, it sure is fun to listen to her uh hurting <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> I mean. for her uh they're just really smart really good songs uh also loving fiddlehead you check that one out dan haven't yet I, I don't know what it is i couldn't tell by oh. just the name of the band the so buckethead I, parody I, right <laughs> no <laughs> it's fiddler it's, and buckethead <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, I can't remember the d- name of the dude's previous band, but it's a dude who was in a like a post punk band previously. Sold, and, huh? Sold. You yeah. sold me on it. It's like hyper melodic post punk. Sounds great. More singy than talky. He's got a. I think there's a lot of auto tune going on, and mm-hmm. I say that I like it. Sure, it sounds really good. Um, vocals real low in the mix. Uh, kind of almost like a melodic shouting. Like an extended shout mm. is what his singing voice sounds okay. like. I'm doing a bad job of describing it. You say post-punk or post-punk adjacent, I'll give yeah. it a listen. Um, uh, it's really good. Really good. I'm really sorry. enjoying that. I've listened to that. been listening to that about once a day. Uh, in the interest of having me not edit, the other band I've been listening to a lot of lately is Mannequin P. Mm-hmm. If you put in Mannequin P into... Uh, It'll probably come up. Yeah. They put out an EP called Perfect. Really like this band. Um, Speaking of which, whenever we went to South by Southwest, we saw Perfect P. That's right. We sure did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. Turns out uh, these like <laughs> feminist punk bands found something that really, really works for the, the nomenclature. <laughs> Man, it didn't work whenever I put it in my band name. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is that the letter P or P with two E's? <laughs> no, just a letter P. <laughs> But you okay. can fill in because uh, yeah, mannequin, man- mannequin is really P, funny. I'm like, oh, that's really good. <laughs> that is clever. I can see no. the album cover now. I'm putting a letter in place of another word that uh, is going to, you know, make it to where I don't have to edit. Except at minute 58, where I said something that I'm going to have to go back and edit mm-hmm. out. Um, yeah, they are. They used to be a lot more abrasive, a lot more uh, in the vein of hardcore. This woman, uh, who's the singer. Sometimes scream, sometimes sing, somewhere in between. But this EP is really interesting because there's five songs that sort of alternate. So there's one like very melodic uh, sung song where they riffs like you know there's chords that ring out, and then track two is very hardcore and she like yells a lot and there's very little singing and the riffs and everything it's much faster. And then track three is melodic again. Track four is fast and track five is like 
there's barely any drums in it. Like it's very sing-songy. It's a really cool, interesting thing they're doing with that. Each song is very different from the other ones. And it's, you know, it's not very cohesive, but it's kind of better for it, maybe. And I've been really enjoying that. Going back to Mayor of Easttown, mm. Kaylee Spaney from Springfield, Missouri, Whoa! is in that show. Um, not only, yeah, Real- she plays the daughter. Legend. She's from here. Oh, really? Yeah, she's from here. No. And she was also in Devs. Like, we did a whole like thing where we, we talked about in Devs where she okay. plays a boy in that show. Uh-huh. <laughs> and okay. she's so good. Turns out she's a, a really g- great actor. She is. Really good at acting. Did you ever see Bad Times at the El, Ro- El Royale? No, but or I whatever. heard she's great in that, too. She's yeah. also in that. Uh, yeah. So. She's in that. Um, I saw that. So. I'm glad I forgot to say it earlier because she is in a band in that show and her band plays Mannequin P songs Whoa. in the show. And I'm not sure oh. if they are canonically covers or if they are canonically supposed to be songs by the band in the show. Oh. But I don't know if she sang them either, but if she did, she has a very good voice. Uh, she's so good. She's so good. She's going to be, I, I tweeted this earlier this week, but like, I hope she either becomes a big movie star and or, I should cut out that word either if I was going to edit, and or just has a very creatively fulfilling career. I'm excited to see whatever mm-hmm. she does next. Sure. And our friend Andy's son played in her band. Oh, wow. Whenever she oh, used to great. do shows over here, which that's I guess awesome. just answers my question. Oh, cool. She can sing. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I was talking to Andy about that at our show. She was telling me like some of the <laughs> gigs she got paid the most for. The six degrees <laughs> of separation is one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. Anyway, we got a little. We, we can have this can be however long we want it to be. But Wait, we talk what about, about thumbs. Books? What about oh, books? books? Yeah, please, please, Miranda, please. Yeah, uh, I um, I'm reading the new book by Hanif Abdurraqib. Have you guys? Oh yeah. Okay, I was is, gonna say if you if you have not read, they can't kill us till they kill us. That is the thing. I haven't. I've read his music oh my writing. God. Oh, he writes well, stuff for Pitchfork is, from time to time. Yes. So they can't kill us till they kill us. Is is essays about music? Oh, wow. oh. Um, uh, moved me to tears. Almost every single one of them, including the one about going to a Carly Rae Jepsen concert. Oh, cool. And I'm not even like a big pop music fan, and that just like it it hit me. Mm-hmm. Hit me. Um, his new one is called A Little Devil in America, and it's about it's like a meditations on black. American black performance throughout history. So. Sounds great. Yes. He's amazing. He's amazing. Very cool. Um, let's see. And then I just recently read the new installment of one of my favorite sci-fi series, The Murderbot Diaries mm-hmm. by Martha Wells. Very good stuff. Most of these are novellas. So they're like, you know, around 100 pages. Um, the main character is like a robot. We're, you know, obviously set into the in the future a like a assassin type robot like that is its purpose but it has hacked its own what they are calling in the book a governor module and is becoming autonomous and um has what a human would call an anxiety disorder Hmm. but is but is in this robot and uh they are going to different planets and making friends and getting into adventures and each novella is kind of like one of those episodes that sounds like almost, a lot of fun and yeah. it's wonderful yeah really good stuff cool been reading steve i just uh finished a book for the first time and longer than i want to admit yeah. but um it was a great book uh it was worth the wait Cat um, hat. it's uh yeah uh you know those uh i get hung up on those pictures mm-hmm. 
And uh, no, it was called A Road Trip to America's Heart. Uh, it's by a local guy who lives in Columbia, Missouri, um, named John Robinson. And uh, at one point, this guy was uh, <clears throat> the director of tourism for the state of Missouri. Hmm. Um, and he uh, wrote this book about driving his Pontiac Sunfire on every uh, state road in uh, Missouri. Whoa. And so it's just this little uh, collection. I don't know. It's a couple hundred pages of just little um, uh, essays, essentially, of just like his experiences um, driving around uh, and the people that he encountered while in these little towns at these little road service and, uh, you know, just uh, talking to the real salt of the earth and explaining his experiences and the stuff he ate and the things he encountered and uh yeah, it's great. I don't know. As as someone who, you know, does enjoy some Missouri history and uh, local, you know, lure, um, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the Springfield sections were especially hilarious, um, having been here, uh, you know, as long as we have. And so, I don't know. It's it's great. And I've, I've, yeah. gone, I've gone floating with that guy before. Um, it's awesome. Uh, I met him through some friends of friends, and uh, uh, he's just a, a cool dude. And uh, can, he's... Can you say the book in the author against my dad can write it down yeah john robinson <laughs> john drake robinson and uh, a road trip to america's heart awesome he's got two more um uh books out one about um uh his time floating the rivers of missouri and then a third one that uh, talk about you in there uh you know i d- doubt doubtful <laughs> uh but uh uh, that's my that's next on my docket <laughs> so we'll find out if not i'm gonna write myself into it but. cool you write anything down no no I picked up back up that book about the fall, the Renegade, the mm. one by uh, Marky e. Smith, the lead singer. Cool. Uh, I think most of the stories that are in there are supposed to be apocryphal. Uh, just in the first chapter alone, he makes fun of like former bandmates for uh, like <laughs> for crying for not being around their girlfriends. <laughs> like he's just a big <laughs> dirtbag. It's good though. I also haven't read a book in a long time. Uh, after the book club phase of my life ended a couple years ago, uh, other stuff just started taking up the time. I needed an I needed a incentive to do it, and it sort of disappeared. Unfortunately, I still read to my students, and I read stuff for school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I read Matilda to my online class. Oh, that's a good one. I, it's my favorite. I, it may be my favorite book now. It's definitely my favorite book to read to kids. There's so many distinct, great voices you can do. Yeah. You can do the trench bull really loud. <laughs> you can scare kids when you do it. <laughs> And I had to be careful with it because I was supposed to sing that week. So it was like I did, they, they got the really mild version of the trunch bowl. <laughs> but I just, I yell it out whenever I'm in, in, a, in the actual room. It's very shocking. It's fun to watch them. Yeah, like, it's a scary character. Love, Love it. Uh, now that uh, I'm no longer employed, I can say this every single time. And this is not a joke. Every single time the kids, would, like a few of the smarter kids would be like, she's a lot like our principal. Oh. And she is a lot like our principal. I love my former it. Principal. Um, <laughs> no details on that, but tough place to work. Yeah, as a, yeah. Probably yeah, a tougher believable. place to uh, go uh, to school. Anyway. Because um, I got to deal with you as a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in some, some ways, for sure. I, uh, I appreciated your uh, uh, screen name roundups. Yeah, free uh, name oh, roundups. Yeah. The last one. Uh, that you is know, fun. Really brought it all back together i don't mm-hmm. know good series. Hilarious. i'm really glad that i did that because then i took i took all those ones that i'd say what, what happened was listeners is that i would let kids change their zoom name every friday and then i would call them by that name if i could remember and then i would screen cap all their fun names they came up with there's all these great typos and kids are really weird anyway so they just have all these bizarre names they come up with and then uh i took all of the compilations that i'd done 
and then put them into their little virtual yearbook that I made. So I they got to go home with like 15 collections of all the uh, free name Fridays. That's so pretty great. I was really is. happy about that. And there's all kinds of stuff about farts and poop and stuff. <laughs> in there. And I was like, guess what? Guess what we were up to this whole time? Parents <laughs> yeah. not paying attention. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> anyway, um, Matilda's what I read. That's great. We're running really low on time. We can talk about video. We're not running low on time. We've just been going a long time. Is what I'm saying. Two hours. I, from my perspective, we're running low on time. <laughs> oh, okay. You got some place to be. I got to pick up some creation before they oh, close man, for sorry, my bud. lovely girlfriend. Okay. No, it's fine. Thanks for doing this with us. Sorry we took so much of your night tonight. We pretty much spent the whole yeah. night together. So much I had a great I love time. Love, 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 love doing it. Yeah. yeah, same. Thank you so much. All right. See you Sunday. I expect every single Tower Club listener to be there on Sunday. Yeah, listen, you little spineless worms. 5 p.m. at the, at the Royal. We'll be there. Get over there. Yeah. Hey, that's 3% of the Tower Club there. right there. Nice. You can make this one. Cool. I paid Great. my five bucks. I'm getting my money's worth. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I have a really fun game planned, and I have a fun twist to the game. And Dan, if there doesn't wind up being a twist, remind me huh. so I can tell what the twist would have been. Um, if it had come together. Great. It's, it's going to depend on one or two other people for it to be. Okay. So, I'm excited. All right. Cool. I will see everybody Sunday. Enjoy the Andy's episode on Tuesday. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.